Today's episode is brought to you by Gray Block Pizza. If you've wanted that that feeling in your mouth that's warm and cheesy and meaty and crusty, well, you don't have to do something unnatural anymore. You can go to a wonderful place called Gray Block Pizza in Los Angeles, 1811 Pico Boulevard on the way to the beach. Gray Block, get that hitter, baby. Today's guest is a man, and he's really one of a kind and 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 very unique. He is an actor. He's a podcaster. He is a part of the Bad Friends podcast and host of Whiskey Ginger. He's a comedian, and he's my friend, Mr. Andrew Santino. got really nice smooth skin it's like wax paper yeah he's almost not real at some point i don't know if we might find out that he's not real yeah but he's a sweet sweet boy oh at some point the jumanji game is going to end somewhere and he's going to disappear mm-hmm. he's just going <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> to dude who is wor- disappear. who is worse friends oh uh huh. so you you're you're y'all's new show is called bad friends bad friends yeah and who is worse friends you and bobby or me and um What's it called? Pirate's Booty himself, Brennan Shaw. Oh, Brennan, Brennan. Yeah, I think I think you guys are worse. Barnyard, they barnyard, call him. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barndor Schlubin is probably. Uh, you guys are worse friends. No, no, no. No one's. Me and Bobby are friends. I'll ask you this. How about this? Bobby and I yeah. are friends because we get mad at each other all the time. Okay. Like, are you and Brennan friends because you 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 bicker a lot? Do you bicker a lot and it makes you closer or no? Well, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, the reason the show even started was because we were ripping on each other. Yeah, right. Okay, so with us, it started because we undeniably have opposing lifestyles. So we would we would tease each other and get mad at each other for. I oh, I hated that he played video games till four in the morning. Oh yeah, he thinks he thinks sports are are for losers. Yeah, we're polar opposites. I like that stuff. He likes that stuff, and we make fun of each other for. But it just it works. Like the way that you and Barndor shit on each other. Yeah. It's beautiful because I know ha- half of it's real mm-hmm. and half of it's all love. Yeah, but it's you know there's a ba- there's a, a balance to all of it. Yeah, it's that it's that heartfelt dung really a lot of it. <laughs> you know, it's like hey here's a turd, but man, I, you know I put a Valentine at the it end. Looks of nice. It. I wrapped it up <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I wrapped this piece of shit for you, but I but you mean a lot to me. Yeah, that's kind of how it is, yeah. man. You look good. You feel good. I feel okay, man. I'm going to Nashville to look around over there. I know we talked, huh? Yeah. You excited? I looked at houses online when I texted you. Mm-hmm. When you said you were looking at Nashville, I looked on houses online just to see what they're like over there. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to think that like... Uh, well, could you get something nice there? You can. You can, but not not like I thought it would be. Right. Because Nashville's popular, dude. Yeah. That's not... that's that, This isn't like a... You know, when somebody's like, I'm moving to Cincinnati, you're like, all right, you're going to buy the whole town. Uh, right. you could buy You could buy Cincinnati. Yeah. But you go to Nashville, it's still like it is out here. It's a little expensive in the sense of like... You know, you're going to get your money's worth, but... It's pricey. Yeah, well, because yeah. it's desirable. Tennessee's great. There's no state income tax. Yeah. Right? 
It's also Nashville is a, is a hub for music and culture and art. Anytime you get that, and you're going to have people going there from places like Illinois, where I'm from. It's too expensive to live. The taxes are as much as they are. My parents pay almost what I pay. No way. Yeah, in taxes for their house. And your parents are still married? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I mean, le- legally. Legally. Right. Because when, they, when my dad's retired, you know. Do they sleep in the same bedroom still? No. Yes and no. My dad stays up late at night. Yeah. So he doesn't go. You know what I mean? That's the move. When you're when you're when it gets to that <laughs> age, older, yeah. when it's the final twenty, yeah. when it's that final twenty years, when that, that last, last quarter, mm-hmm. yeah, when that last lap starts, the big move is to stay in front of the TV as long as you can. Yep. Once the spouse goes to bed, because when they go to bed, then you go. Oh, I fell. I fell asleep. I didn't know. I just. I didn't yeah. know you went up last night. I fell asleep. Yeah. He loves the couch. Sometimes he he sleeps in the guest room. Sometimes because he says he didn't. If he goes, oh, I had a cough or I didn't feel good. Separation. I don't like sleeping in the same bed. Oh. Do you like sleeping in the same bed as a lady? No. No. I don't like sleeping in the same apartment as a lady. Uh-huh. I know. I want a shared room. That's why I want to get a big enough house where my wife can be on one side, I can be on the other. I have a couple friends like that. Yeah, they're just big enough homes where they split. Yeah. I want to have a schedule in the kitchen. You know, We'll meet here at noon. Yeah. You know, But I can be in my wing, you're in your wing. We'll link up for breakfast or lunch. Yeah. Then we continue on. How great is that? It's beautiful, man. I don't like sleeping in the same bed. I'm dead serious. I don't... I, don't, I want... I want my whole space. I get too hot. I get anxious. I flip around. Do you wake up at night or no? Yeah. I'm up all night long. Yeah, you seem like somebody that was up all night. night. I wake up. I go to the bathroom. I go to bed. I wake up. Oh, my God. I go go write something down. I watch TV. I I can't sleep through the night Write something down? Yeah. What is this? Are you in like, are you (laughs) on a ship in the Potomac? I'm solving murder mysteries (laughs) week to week. And if I think of, the blood was on his shoe. And then I'll write it down. No, if I get a thought that I can't, I need... Like, you yeah, know, you got to write what, it down. Don't you put it in your phone? Don't you put stuff in your phone like that? Yeah, let me. I'll read a couple. Yeah, read something that you throw down in your phone recently. Let me see. What a what a comics condition, by the way. A lot of mine's about gays, and a lot of mine's racial stuff too. Oh, same. Oh, blind puzzle making. I thought would be good if they had a game show where it was blind people making puzzles. You know. Oh, I love that. Um, this says, "Why do adults like to get spanked? Why do adults like to get spanked during sex? It's gross. It's indicative of childhood trauma." Mm. It's very strange to it's like, like knock it out, like knock that trauma. Yeah, you want I've to been... spank the trauma right out of me. Yeah, that's where the term "daddy" bothers me. When I have a son, mm-hmm. I'll I'll hit him in the face if he calls me daddy. Yeah, I'm I'm papa or pop or dad. Yeah, daddy is gross. Daddy, yuck. Oh yeah, daddy's yuck. too much. It's gross. Father, father, father's nice. Yes, father. Yes, boy. Yes, yeah. Go fetch a pail. Yeah, Go yeah. fetch a pail, boy. <laughs> um. Dude, I get a text. Me- I get a, a DM from this company that I've never answered, but for the past seven months, they've hit me up and they say, "Who's your jeweler? Who do you use as a jeweler?" They're a jewelry company. Mm-hmm. I don't ever wear jewelry. I inf- I, inf- I don't even wear a wedding ring. I don't like jewelry. Mm-hmm. I don't like stuff. And they hit me up every other week. They race their DM and they send it again. Hmm. Who's your jeweler? I think I might need to go get some jewelry. You think? I'm trying to think of how you a chain. Would, oh, I could see you in a chain. I could see you in a wrist in a wrist chain. A tennis bracelet. Oh. <laughs> but I want it on my ankle oh, like yeah. a girl. I want <laughs> like a girl in spring break. Dude, I want one above each knee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a th- I want <laughs> most savage. Yeah, thing right above your knee wrapped around. That's that's dope. Wouldn't that be fun if you had $20,000 on each leg? Oh, yeah, I would love that. Definitely. My knees are blinged out. Dude, that's so wild, man, to think that, like, I wonder, like, yeah, what jewelry is going to be like in the future, like, if we, like, if people are going to start to get more stuff, like, installed into their bodies. Yeah, bro. Have you seen in their teeth? 
Will it all be virtual? I mean, I've seen those Johnny Dang. Have you seen that guy? No, no, no. I mean, in their teeth. People put diamonds in their oh, tooth. Yes, Simon Rex has one. That's wild. They like they physically put it into your tooth. Now. Yeah. They used to put it on your tooth. Now they can drill a hole and put a diamond in your tooth. Get in there. There's That's Johnny Dang right there. Yeah. Bye, bye, Johnny Dang. Every rapper sings about Johnny Dang. Yep. And he's that Vietnamese gateway to the uh... gateway to the ice game. Yeah. He's like, what, you need more ice on you? You don't have no more. You don't have enough. Look at how much ice he's holding oh, there. Oh, he's iced out. Yeah. Dude. These are all diamond, everything for you. He's so tiny, too. Oh, yeah, look at him. And you know they, they grow him for the show when they do when they do recordings? Oh, he's a little boba drink. Yeah, they, <laughs> they stretch him out. You could sip right out of his little ass. Bro. Look at him with that girl on that Vice article up there. He could, f he could fit inside of her tits. Oh. He's a that nice little sliver of a man. Oh, beautiful. Look at the look in his eyes, too, the excitement. He's so happy life about life. Yeah, he feels good about life. Yeah. Um, These guys have beautiful stories. I'm always impressed by this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. They make it from zero, you know, like builds his own empire. And we're talking zero. Like, dude, I remember when I was on, when I went on semester at sea, so it was like a school, you know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a campus on a cruise ship, kind of. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I remember we were coming into port in the morning. We would get into like the different port cities because you kind of go to different cities around the globe, right? right. So we get into port cities. I remember being up in the morning was the biggest thing. If you could be up at like 5 a.m. as you come into the port of a new country you've never been to, right? right? Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's wild. And I remember getting into Vietnam and like passing fishing boats like in a – I mean, we're in like a cruise ship, right. you know, and passing fishing boats, like little guy hat, <laughs> you know, like a uh, <laughs> mouthful of melon, like he would fill his mouth with melon in the morning and then just only swallow a little bit throughout the day. Like that, that was, was his, his lunch. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like one of those little drip bottles for a hamster, but built into him. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and he would just be out there just fishing, man. And a cruise ship, it was almost like... Just two time zones passing each other, like oh yeah, just and it would just be so bizarre, like the wake of this cruise ship just going and rocking like, his boat, yeah, lifting these little bitty skiffs that they were out there, and that's his entire living. Yeah, he's sitting out there doing fishing in the morning, and you guys, meanwhile, are showing up just to party. Oh. Been yeah, up all night, just drinking wine, night. doing yeah. bootleg cocaine that we bought in some country that we made. How bad is bootleg cocaine? <laughs> oh, some guy was making cocaine. I remember. Was it good? Here's what I would say. It didn't damage you. Yeah, it wasn't going to hurt you. Yeah, so you could do as much as you wanted. You weren't going to get high, but you weren't going to you weren't going to get hurt. Your heart wasn't going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the opposite with like bad weed. Bad weed makes you feel sick. Right? And you're you're get a headache and your stomach kind of turns and you feel gross. It's like bad weed is bad. Bad coke is just not real. Yeah. It's just Yeah, that's what it was. Just coke. not real coke, but somebody made it, man. This guy had this whole little deal going on. Um and he was making it, man. So that was cool just to get some. It was even if it didn't work, just right. getting just some. knowing you got it. Isn't oh. that half of the hunt? Half oh. of the fun was getting getting drugs. And then when you get drugs, you do them and you're like, this is great. But getting the drugs was getting really fun. Was the best. Yeah. Because the people you would get in trouble with. Dude, I, I've told this story before, but I used to do drugs with this guy whose parents were both deaf. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his dad would come in the room sometimes. We'd be high as shit. David was his name or not? Danny. <laughs> what was his real? What was his name? His name was... This is so I don't remember. I'm being serious. We had a deaf fellow named David. Oh, you oh, it wasn't his parents. I don't even know this kid. I don't remember his name. I just remember he had deaf parents and I really Well, deaf runs in the Is that him? Is that Deaf David? Oh, uh, I don't know. This guy does have an earpiece in. Let's hear what he had to say. Deaf runs in the in the David family. Yo, Cheeto, fucking I've got a question for you. What drug wouldn't you take? I think mine is probably fucking heroin because, you know, no fucking needles. What's up? 
So, what do you think, gang? Dude, he's, uh, he's on, a big guy like that could handle a little hair, bit. Of hair. He could handle some wind. Yeah, he could for handle sure. a freaking, you know, a little vein. Look at the size of, of those baseball mitt hands. He's so you could shoot right into that middle finger, <laughs> right. dog. You know what I'm he saying? He said, "What drug wouldn't I take?" Yeah, I mean, I, I, he did say, but that's the thing about the mistake of heroin. He thinks you just have to shoot it. You don't have to just shoot it. You could snort it. You can smoke it. So, like, needles scare him. You could snort and smoke heroin. That's not. I don't think I would want to do heroin, but I think the drug I really wouldn't take. Um, I don't think I. I don't think I will. I don't think I'll ever do ayahuasca. I know people. Really? Talk, I don't know. I don't really want it. I don't know. And people having a re- religious experience on it. I don't know if I really. I've done DMT once, and that was fun. But I don't know. I don't really want to do drugs anymore. I barely smoke pot anymore. Damn. I just like drinking. You sound like a damn grandparent. You don't want to do drugs anymore? I don't want to do drugs anymore, man. I think I did drugs that I need to do. I think I've done enough drugs that I needed to do. But what about, I could see you. Like I did on... mushrooms this weekend. I did mushrooms this weekend. <laughs> okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. But they're chocolate mushrooms and you take a little bit. Not did you like, feel anything or not? Yeah, you feel a little fun. It's a little fun. Who'd you take them with, the missus? Some buds. Some people okay, came some over. Fellas. I had people, it was some, It was two of my friend's birthdays and we threw a little like happy birthday and then we projected a movie on the garage wall outside. I got a projector. Oh, yeah. And we watched The Sandlot. Probably one of the best movies of all time. Does the wife drug or not? No, no drugs. No drugs. Just drinking. Nope. She doesn't, she never did drugs. Never tried, never really got into them. Wow. She's not opposed to them. But I, I've also just grown weary of doing drugs. I don't want to do, I did drugs when I was young as much as I could. And then now I'm like. What mm-hmm. is it? Do you feel like you, the body can't handle it? Do you feel like it's not? That's the, that's the first step. Is it? Yeah, I just, I can't, My your body is, you ruin two days now. Yeah. I used to be able to do drugs and function. Go or, to work. Yeah. Dude, I used to do drugs people, at work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, think about that. Half <laughs> the people that are at work <laughs> are, I. are on drugs, drugs. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. All the chefs at a kitchen, bro. Yeah. If your order comes out quick, that's drugs. That's drugs. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh man, this this restaurant's great, dude. No, he's just he's amped the fuck up. That's drugs. He's on bro. meth. Eggs, hash browns, eggs, eggs. He knows <laughs> yeah, how to throw yeah, it out. Dude. I was I just I just never I just got to a point. I think where I did a lot of drugs when I was young, oh, and yeah. then now all I like to do was smoke some weed and drink. But even weed has taken a backseat in my life. I don't know why. I just, I just don't. And do you ever remember? I remember getting so high at this girl's house one time when I was young that I couldn't even. I remember telling some girl, like I remember being stuck in this bedroom, like laying on my back on this bed or couch, huh. and I was so high. Like everybody else had gotten high and gone to do something fun, right? Right. And I was like, all right, I'm coming. And as, as I'm getting up to leave out of the door, I can't, I couldn't get out of my body. I couldn't, Oof. my body was stuck there. I've been there. Yeah. And so I'm like laying there and some girl came back in the room to get something, right? Uh-huh. And I remember just being like, hey, 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 you know, get me, you know, get me. <laughs> and uh, I remember this girl was fucking looking at me and I think she thought I was trying to hit on her or something. I might have right. been, you know, because even. Half and half. Yeah. Half and half. I was trying yeah. to yeah. fuck even though, I'm, <laughs> even though I'm down for the count, you know. I can't halfway, move, but I'll fuck. Yeah. Halfway through a 10 count, I'll still get my dick up, you know. <laughs> even at six, I'll fucking say, hey, come fuck, you know. But um, but I remember this girl just looking at me and I remember speaking, but I couldn't. I It was the only scent, like skill I had left was to speak. To get it out. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. get me, get me, get me, you know? And they left, man. And I just remember being trapped there, literally felt like I was loitering in my own body that wouldn't move. Yeah. Like, just wandering around the hallways in of my body. body. Yes. <laughs> trespassing. Yeah, trespassing. You wanted to call the cops on yourself. Oh, dude. I get could. out of my body! Yeah. I, had, I, I got so high one time at a college party, and I went in this girl's room, 
uh, to just get away from people. Cause I was getting, I was like, my heart was jumping. I was feeling really fucked up. And I was like having a panic attack that I'm like, I'm too drunk. I'm too fucking high. I'm on a few things. I'm feeling real fucked up. Mm-hmm. So oh, I go, I go, Oh dude, I hate it. I go and sit down in her bed <sighs> and I curled up and I woke up to her and her roommate screaming at me. Mm. Like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You fucking piece of shit. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I just am too high. And I had like dried tears at this point because I cried, prayed to God ten times. Don't, don't, don't let me die like this in this fucking in this girl's one bedroom, one bath. I don't. I just don't want to die in a small place. Yeah. I want to die in a big house. It doesn't have to be mine. Yeah. But if I'm gonna die of drugs, I want to die in a big house. Oh wow. You know, dying in a small place is sad. Yeah. If you're right there. They find you right away. They walk yeah. in. They know you're right there. There's no... There's yeah. no investigation. There's no mystery. There's no allure. Right. There's no hearing their heels uh, walk on the on the, yeah. on the nice floors as they look for you. Yeah, no. Yeah. Where it, could he be? Is he in here? No. No. Nope, not in there. <laughs> Upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's up there. And he's not up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I didn't want to die. I didn't want to die like that. I did. That's what college oh, was. College so was true. bad for me like that. I got myself in bad situations in college with drugs. That's probably why I don't want to do them anymore. Just, just nights of like, I remember sitting watching my buddy. And were you doing cocaine or drugs? Just every, I did anything that came my way. Oh, I would yeah. take all sorts of fun shit. As long as other people were doing it, I'll take it. I'd throw a pill in my throat. I didn't really, I was like, okay, if other people were doing it, I was mm-hmm. down to have fun with if we were all doing it. But I remember one night my buddy was playing, he played acoustic guitar and <laughs> he, was, he was so high on cocaine that he was playing so much. And his, you know, he's doing that like coke mouth, and he doesn't yeah. even realize he's cutting his finger. His cuticles are bleeding because he's playing so hard. Oh. But I didn't want to stop him because the song was so good. <laughs> yeah. I just let him ride it out. You know like what I mean? Bible, like a musical Bible. Yeah, almost. you're only gonna get Dave Matthews crash into me so many times <laughs> live. So I was like, let that motherfucker play. Yeah, I've seen some people do some nasty shit on drugs. Have it you? turns you off as you get older. Yeah, the older you get, and you see people now, get real fucked up, point. you go, ugh, that's not cool anymore. It looks sad now. Yeah, what is it? There's something about it that gets, well, when you're younger, it's more like you have time to kill for sure. Totally. So it's like, oh, if I burn two days doing this or- Whatever. Yeah. And your body can recover quicker. Yeah. And you have no, your responsibilities are less. You have nobody to answer to. Right. Like, oh, if I just lay in my bed for a day and a half, it's going to be chill. Right. It'll be, it'll be great, actually. Yeah. Also, I think when you're young- um, you want to test your limits of your body because your f- kids think they're invincible because you right. kind of are, yeah. right? Like you kind of are. You can you can you can get into a car accident and the next day as a young as a twenty year old I could feel fine. I'm yeah. Like man, yeah, we got hit yesterday. That kind of stung my back. I got hit a year ago. It fucked me up for like six months. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't even that bad of an accident. It's just you test limits of your body when you're young because you're flawless. You're you're. You're a machine. You know what I mean. You can do. You can. You can go play sports. You can go work out. You can go get wasted. Then that afternoon, go to a party. Stay up till five a.m. Get on a flight the next day. Go with friends somewhere. Your body doesn't really react. Then you get older, and, you're, and what your body just your body slowly just goes. Nuh-uh. Oh. Nuh-uh, dude. We're not gonna. No. Oh. Your muscles start to get tighter. You need mm. to stretch more. It's like, and then young people are always like, oh, whatever. But then it happens, and you're like, oh shit. It it starts to feel. You start to feel like it's you can't do as much as you used to. You know what it feels like when a like when a dad when a dad is like playing sports with you, shooting hoops, and he's like, "Oh, oh my back!" And you're like, "What? We just shot. We're just shooting around." Now sometimes when I'm doing something, I'll go, "Fuck my back!" Yeah, and I know what dad was talking about. It's it's weird, man. And, and you start to like you start to 
like whatever you're doing, you start to as you're doing it, you know the repercussions. Yeah. So you limit what you're doing as you do it. So you're like, totally. okay, I'm playing defense this time. I'm not playing defense next time down the yeah. court because I don't yeah. have you know I can be uh, in I'll three days I have run. to do something. Right. Yeah. Right. Now if I only had to do something in four, if I had to do something in four days, then I play defense the whole game. <laughs> right. Right. But I got to do something in three days, so yeah. I'm gonna have to kind of monitor. It's gonna be half and half. You yeah. go in, I'll go in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You do. You you like start to compromise with yourself on what you're willing to sacrifice but it yeah. does get that i mean dude even traveling like, let's play hoops oh let's go to let's go to dave and busters yeah well, you know like, <laughs> we'll go to buffalo do. wild wings yeah, yeah we'll watch hoops yeah let's watch hoops. you know when you travel for stand-up you don't you feel the same way that there's days when you travel that you can handle the plane schedule if you're jumping around like show to show to show but then there's sometimes when city to city city it just hits me way harder i don't know why there's some days when i'm like more exhausted from the night after night after night even if i haven't changed the schedule yeah you know even if my diet's the same <clears> or I'm not drinking as much. Oh, yeah. It'll still mess me up. Sometimes I'll wake up in a city and just go, God, my, I'm like tired and in pain. And I think when I first started going on the road, dude, when I was 22. Invincible. Please, please. I, dro- I drove to Montana and back in a day. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, it's a 40-hour drive? And here would be- <laughs> I drove back, got, did the stand-up, got back in my car and drove right back. <laughs> Of course, it was like two or three days. In my mind, it was like, just did it in a day. Yeah. Yeah, because it didn't matter. I didn't need to go to bed. I didn't need to eat. Just to tell you, other comedians have too, yeah, you know, I featured out there in Helena. They're like, damn, really? Yeah. You're like, yep. Yeah, last big, night. Big sky, baby. Yeah, last night. Big sky, last night. Yeah. It's like, well, you're back today? Drove to the night. Yeah. Couldn't stop, dude. No money for hotel. Had yeah. to keep going. Just caught a good downhill, closed my eyes for a minute. <laughs> Threw it in neutral. Yeah, yeah. Kicked my feet up and just fucking let it ride. 4,000 miles later. <laughs> Bro, you would drive, bro. I remember times thinking, okay, uh, instead of catching a flight for $217, mm-hmm. I'm going to rent this car for yep. $19. Right. And then I'm going <laughs> to drive it seven hours overnight to get to a cheaper airport where it'll where the flight will only be like $140. That's right. Because we need to save that. Just the couple of bucks back then meant everything. Yeah. You needed to save it. Because otherwise... Your the time mo- had no value. No, none. Zero. Because time didn't exist back then. It was like, what? I didn't need to be back for anything. Yeah. It was like, if I could, if, I'll, if I can waste an extra day getting what I need done to get to where I need to go, what's the difference? I saved the money. You know, yeah. I didn't lose any money. Especially because you're nickel and diamond your way through anything. You're not eating at nice places. You're, not, you're, just, you're just going by whatever you need, right? Yeah. Gas station food. I survived on gas station food for years. Oh. Like I just beef jerky and and uh, uh, protein bars and stuff like Gatorades. That's what I would just eat from full meals. I didn't have a dinner till I was like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't have like a real sit down dinner till I was like late in my twenties, and then I started to eat. You know. Yeah. But before that, you just you know you just you lived you lived as cheaply and efficiently as you could. But now you know now you can eat a good meal once in a while. Yeah. When you want, I mean, I know you. You're out every night. You're out every night, Nobu Malibu eating sushi. You got your own table. I know. They fish live for you. Don't lie. <laughs> I know the Theo the table. table. I've seen it. Straight to oh, table. Oh, I like the hook to be in there. Whoever gets the hook and their cut of fish has to buy the next meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my thing. <laughs> fish out there, hook in. Then you buy. Do you ever do credit card roulette? Have you ever done that with friends? I Now I'm kind of willing to do it. But for years, <laughs> I would see it go go down. I'm like, I, like, I can't. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, I can't get in this. I hated it. I, I used to have friends that did it all the oh. time. And it drove me nuts. Did you have put, rich friends? Yeah, I had a lot of rich friends. Wow. I went to school with a lot of rich kids when Did I was you in really? college. Yeah. A lot of kids. Where did you go to Drake? Where did you go to school at? I went to, I went to Harvard of the West. Did you really? I went to Arizona State University. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The a very heights. high acclaimed university. Yeah. Because I went to University of Arizona yeah, for took, one semester. Tucson, yeah. 
real sh- the it's a real shithole oh go ahead and say it it it's is a shithole. the it's like uh what's the cousin who has the um in christmas vacation who has the fucking, eddie yeah yeah that's eddie that's eddie's campus yeah, yeah. hey clark yeah shitter's full yeah that's exactly right yeah. that's 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 what it is down there asu was great but yeah, I went to school with guys that had money because they came from California. Yeah, it's California a lot of guys kids. that can't get into Ivy Leagues yeah. and want to move away from where they are, their parents will send them to ASU. Well, because California has so many good schools. And if they don't want to go to a local school that isn't that good of a school, then they just go to Arizona. Yeah. Just because it's a nice getaway, but it's close enough, you know? A lot of pool parties, a lot of cocaine. A lot there. of pool parties, a lot of cocaine. Fuck. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of girls that are tens hooking up with sub sevens. You know, like I'm a six and a half, and I could get eights and nines wow. out there. Yeah, it's great. You were over there eating cheek. Up yeah, there. I was having nice, dude. I was eat, I was eating. I was steak and lobster every night. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm Denny's. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but it, but it, like, but, damn, who installed a Denny's <laughs> in this freaking Morton? Is that a Norms? What yeah. is that? Yeah, but I but that's that's the funny thing is like there's so many uh, hot guys and hot girls mm-hmm. that at some point you're gonna get. Some, you're going to yeah. get something run off. Oh, you know? sometimes when the hot truck of girls goes by and hits a speed bump, one of them bounces yeah. off. Uh, where am I? <laughs> you're here. <laughs> no, you. Ha- at some point, it's like you. so many people were so hot that even like a a, ni- a girl that was a nine or a be- something so oh, beautiful, yeah. the guys were already with the other hot girls. Yeah. So she's like, you'll oh, be yeah. fine. Like a nine would have to get like her pupils dilated for some condition she had and then mm-hmm. you would end up see- dating mm-hmm. her for a It'd while. It'd be me. Yeah. And then three months later when her eyes went back to normal, she's like, oh my God. Yeah. I thought your hair was regular. Yeah. They never knew. Like, I thought you were different. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you were different. Yeah, me too. I thought you were more symmetrical. I didn't know your face was that lopsided. You, you had to trap. Like, she'd be like, oh, why is your bedroom a wedding chapel? It'd be like, look, I got to. <laughs> I have to make ends meet. I got to right? do what I got to do. I'm doing do, what I got to do. I have a marriage in 10 minutes, so you yeah. got to get out. I need a woman in my life. I got to do what I got to do. What was your first What was your first job out of school? Out of college? Yeah. What was your first job? Do you remember it? I was in college for about nine years. I st- I, it took me a long time to it's get like to college. like you and Bert. Bert did that. Yeah, Bert did that. I, I'm trying to think when I got out. Did you work? You worked your way through college, though, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was still doing, a, you know, I was still, that's, I was doing MTV when I first started that. Mm. So that took up a good bit of my that's time. That's true. You were still doing TV, huh? Yeah. So that stuff was like, sometimes it would take you out of school and then I, I would change my pay. I would be like, all right, I'm going to move here. I'm going to go live here. Yeah. You know? Do you talk to any of those people from MTV? No. No. None of them. It literally feels like I, I didn't. It it's feels, a different life. Yeah. Because when I met you, I didn't know about any of that stuff. Well, Would before you, that. Well, but but even still, I even after people referenced it, never knew it. Yeah. Like, I guess I was not attuned to it. Like, I had known what all those popular shows were. I had seen Real World when I was younger and all that stuff. But, like, when I met you, even when I kn- had known that you had done it in the past, it never registered to me. Was there a... I don't know why. Uh, Maybe because I never saw you or anything like that. Yeah. Was there a show... That you liked, like, what's one of your favorite reality shows over time? Did you ever watch For Love or Money or any of those? I loved, um, what was Flavor Flav's show? Oh, yeah. I fucking loved yeah, that show. Boy. Yeah, boy. When he met New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New York is crazy, son. <laughs> I love that. I thought that shit was wild because it was like, yeah. uh, that dude had no filter. Yeah. When I, I when I first yeah, moved here, dude. he didn't give a fuck. He, Bro, gave, he, he gave no fucks. He had, yeah. Be like, that girl's booty is too small. <laughs> yeah. And they'd leave it in. They didn't me give and a Brigitte, shit. Me and Brigitte. Brigitte, that's right. Bro, he's, he, bro, he is, <laughs> he's easily the first black Flavor man love, to yeah. conceive a child with a 70-year-old white woman. <laughs> I know. Bro, and he's ageless. This, oh, dude, is, yeah. this, dude, this dude will last Look, forever. Look, I'm going to give you the name Nicorette. 
you know, right. Nicorette, because right. you got me quitting all these other bitches. <laughs> you know, you always have like weird names. Right. Man. Oh, your name is Booty Hole. Your name is Booty Hole. You know, he was dude. He was a I, when I worked in the music industry. Mm-hmm. When I, one of my first day jobs Hold out on, here. Let's refine that statement, dude. Yeah. I, let's restate it. Okay. I worked in the music industry. I worked. For, I, I worked in the music industry. Did I, you? I used to plan tours. Yeah. Well, my, one of my day jobs was was getting visas for bands to travel around the world, like wow. tour manager, tour tour uh, sca- tour planning. This dude. What is that? That's Howard Stern in blackface. Oh, he looks. Ex- yeah, uh, sorry, I, th- I just thought he looks exactly like Flavor Flav. It does. Oh yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, this is Howard. Wait, when Stern? did yeah. Howard Stern do blackface? Huh? When did he do? When was that from? Whenever he wanted, man. He's got that kind of money. Yeah, I guess you can just come and come and you can, you can come and go, huh? Here's the thing: you got to be rich enough to leak your own BF photo. Well, here's what's so funny about blackface: like they try to get Jimmy Kimmel recently, mm-hmm. right? They did, and then he had to like apologize or whatever. I don't think he's going to be back. Uh, you don't think what? I don't think Jimmy Kimmel is going to be back. On the Jimmy Kimmel show, no Space way. Might not be back. No way. I, Why? Because of the blackface? It's not a real thing. That was so long ago. He took off the whole summer, and yep, yeah, they always take off the summer. The, the the late night show hosts, and also late night shows, they always take off the summer. They always have a guest break, and uh, they do this a lot where they bring in people. I mean, this is back to Carson days. Carson used to let Leno and Letterman guest host, but this is not a new thing. Also, he's taken off the summer to be with his family. I don't think it's because of that. I also think. Doing late night right now su- must suck. Look, I mean, look at they're it. Letting it must any, suck. They're letting our friends do it. I know it's insane, and, and it must suck for the hosts that usually do it because you're in a studio with an audience. You're used to the rhythm. Now they're doing it from their house or from a studio that looks like their house. I'm sure guys like Jimmy just aren't loving that. To be real, I, I, it has nothing to do with blackface. And I know Jimmy. Jimmy is the shit. A hilarious, smart, cool dude. Mm-hmm. That whole sketch that they did, the blackface sketch, like. Give anything context, and you'll understand why they did it, right? Ted Danson did blackface, and Whoopi Goldberg was all supportive of it, and was like, "It was That's at my point. birthday. It was a joke." Carl so Moore why didn't Ted Danson get fucking ruined? Well, because context means everything. Yeah, if you're doing blackface, you know, uh, at a Nazi Hitler party, yeah, pro- hard to talk your way out of. Yeah, but if you did it for a TV show sketch, get the fuck out of here. What, what are we talk? At some point, what are we talking about? Well, because you're also, it's like. If people co-signed it at that time and nobody said anything, like it's just it just all goes into how often when what can you go you could go back to something in everybody's life always and who are they like obviously Jimmy Kimmel it doesn't seem like he is a person who is uh, trying to like offend but he's had tons of black people on his television show right you know right it, it doesn't add up that oh he this. It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same know? thing. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, man. BetterHelp. You want to help somebody? You want to help yourself? This is one thing that we can control during these COVID times is the amount of, of, of assistance that's going on. You know, and, and sometimes it, it's, it's us assisting our friends and being there for them. And sometimes it's letting others be there for us when we really need it. When you need that touch, when you need that that mental, physical, physical connection, when you need somebody to care, better help. I've gotten it. I need help. I've needed help. I need help, and I will need help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You know, sometimes, you know, you live in a place where, oh, I don't want to go be seen going into the therapy center. You know, they got a dog out there, he'll bark at me. You know, my cousin will see me sneaking in there to get my brain, you know, 
defragmented to get my heart better. But BetterHelp does it all online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network. The service is available for clients worldwide. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on text. You can do FaceTime. There's, there's many ways to interact with your new therapist. Visit BetterHelp.com Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash T-H-E-O. And join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. If you're not feeling good on the inside, take care of yourself. This past weekend, listeners will get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. And now back to the episode. Listen up, all you business owners and entrepreneurs, the French. In these COVID times, there's never been a better time to step up your web game, your website, to have your business prepared for the new world we are currently living in. You know, the old, the old world, you'd go down the street, you'd do, you know, walk into a licorice shop and get you a licorice, walk into a roller skate town and get a, you know, get a skate on your foot. But now it's different. Now things are online. And I'm excited to tell you about Modify and their game-changing service that rivals any other option on the web design market. Modify provides a subscription-based professional web design service for the cost of your old cable bill. You know, we recently needed a new website update, Futurizing, and that's theovon.com, and you can check it out. Modify just finished that new site. They did it. They did the work. The site is engaging. It's comforting. You're there. It's like being on a swing set in the future on your front porch of the moon. You can check it out. See the work that they do. But the deal that they offer, that's just as novel as their style. For just $249 a month, you will enjoy getting your website created and upkept. You get the relief of an easy process, quick turnaround, and an evergreen website. That's right. With other professional services, you'll pay ten dollars to $20,000 for the same service every time you need a new site. Modify. They have a, you'll have a great personal design team assigned to your account to handle all of your website needs. That's unlimited updates, unlimited support, easy editing tools, and future redesigns. No cost to build, no contract, only $249 a month. Get yours today at modify.com slash Theo. That's M-O-D-I-P-H-Y dot com slash T-H-E-O. These guys don't F around. Y'all feel me there, gang. But that's the thing is people don't care sometimes. Right. They just want to get infuriated. Well, they want to Twitter. get triggered. Yeah, well, but it bleeds over. Look at what Twitter has done publicly to a lot of stuff. It's turned things into shit that never existed, right? Like... Look at what happened to Ellen. Ellen's getting murdered, bro, because of Twitter. They're saying she might lose her show. You want to talk about someone that might lose their show, not Jimmy Kimmel. Ellen might get fucked. But she's notoriously been a real piece of shit. But that being said, but being a piece of shit isn't illegal. That isn't a crime. You're right. It's not a crime. I don't agree with... Sir, I, and but also, I don't even know what nope, she did. That's true. Like, my whole thing is like, did she say... Um, out, out, did she outright say, like, I don't hire fucking Asians or... 
derogatory comments out loud. Yeah, no, gays, humpbacks. Right. I don't. I don't hire gays. I don't hire one eyes. She you know? doesn't do that. No. So that's true. She has the diverse people on her show every fucking day. Well, like, and also there's a thing about look at a certain level of power yeah. at a certain level of prestige. Right. A lot of your your character defects are going to be magnified so much. Right. Like, you know, there's just no way to do it. Like she's basically, it's almost, it's almost like, I will say this. It's like a corporation. Like people are always like these big corporations, you know, they're mm -hmm. killing it. You know, Kraft right. macaroni killed my son, <laughs> you know, even though your son never, you know, didn't never even, ate a vegetable yeah, his whole life. Yeah. Had nothing to do with it. You know, he's in an auto accident, but it's like right. people always want to blame big corporations sure. because they get too big and they can't manage things at a, at a comfortable level. Right. That's the, I mean, Ellen is a, corporation she is like a trump tower like she's like a huge building she's a business it's not a person anymore right so if the person on the first floor of the building is upset that they don't get treated a certain way right you know some of that could be because there's 40 floors of business that have been operating so that whatever trickle down kindness it's just not there you know well it's also didn't they didn't they say it was more her producers than her like from what i read it was like a lot of they said the executive producers were abusive in their approach or whatever and it wasn't a lot of her there wasn't a lot of quotes from her that i heard about right. her saying shit now whether or not people say she was mean to them or disrespectful or whatever that is what it is but again like we said like that's not against the law to be mean it's not cool but i don't understand what why can't we just have a talk about it right do we want people to change and get better or no that's a great question do we want people to change or we just want to burn them to the ground because I've yet to find a quote, if you can find it, where it's like direct from Ellen said, fuck black people, yeah. said Ellen. Like, I've never, I've, I haven't seen that yet. I've just seen them yeah. say. fuck dancers, fuck. See, look, at it said alleged racism and intimidation that's on so the vague. show. Yeah, that's super vague. That's everybody. Right. Dude, half my friends are alleged racist, bro. And, and former employees say Ellen's be kind talk show mantra is a toxic war culture. Yeah, it's just, it's just. That's cool. vague statements. That's like anything else. You know who said, you know what somebody said? Like, um, uh, somebody had a great talk with me about uh, uh, um, Chris Hardwick's thing, you know, when they said Hardwick, had, his ex said he was emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and... Who isn't? It's hard to be alive. But emotional abuse, what is that? That's a really vague term. Yeah, that's like a stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Like, also, my, my wife said this. What... What past relationship of yours, your ex, wasn't emotionally abusive, oh. man or woman? You hated each other at the end. I bet you were fucking mean to each other when it was over. What current relationship? There isn't some emotional abuse. Abuse, going of on. course. And manipulation because you guys are fighting over certain things and yeah. everything is context, but we don't know what was going on inside of that world. I don't know what's going on inside of that fucking world because, like you said, that's a big building, dude. Yeah, you're right. And, and Ellen's I'm in the penthouse. The fire. I'm saying Ellen's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any different. All I, yeah, I were, here's, here's where. Uh, you know what else? I don't watch the show. So yeah. it's another world that I'm not connected to that I don't really care about. So unless she outright said, you know, Filipinos are the lowest rung of human on earth. If she said some shit like that, then I go, damn, Ellen, what the fuck? That's edgy. Yeah, but until and then. That's false too, And man. that's very false because they're great. Mm -hmm. They're great. It's the Thai people that we don't like. Oh. Everybody knows that. Well, I don't want to say who it is, <laughs> but it's the. It's this mix is the Chinese, they call them. The Chinese, dude. Everybody, I mean, I work with a Korean. And I have not. Oh, have, we have one in here sometimes on Tuesday. Oh no! Oh yeah! Try to kill us all. North? Huh? Huh? Who is it? Mm -hmm. He's. Uh, I don't know if he's north or south. Is he north or south? I, I don't know either. No papers? Yeah. I work with a Korean every day. Me and me and Robert. And I got to tell you, I was never ever racist towards Koreans until I started working with him. But it opens <laughs> up a new light. 
you really start to see you really start to see who you hate yeah. and that's why I still work with them because I want to just I, you keep your enemies close and that's bad friends that's bad friends and that's you bad your friends enemies. you keep your enemies close enemies and that's bad friends no I think yeah. I, I think this whole th- everything can get pulled out of context well I'll tell you why I even say why I even think this for one I'm jealous probably of Ellen yeah that she had I feel like she's at this point she's gone to the point where she's taking a job from a young man it seems mm-hmm. like yeah exactly. yeah yeah that's kind of how I, when i see her i'm like damn yeah. Yeah. she's taking some young fella's she's job some young dude's job now i'm not saying that's a right way for me to think or feel either but that's, that's that is a thought that comes to my head the second one is a friend of mine used to work security for her at her house private like personal security yes and oh, said wow. that she was a complete asshole but also now that guy was a nice guy he was a little bit bow-legged honestly oh i don't trust bow-legged but, people well how did you get that way? Huh? How'd you get oh, that dude. way? I, I mean, what era did you come from? Know, did your parents break your knees when you were That's young? That's that freaking polio bad boy. Or it's privilege because you rode horses or animals a lot. If you rode yeah. a lot of animals, you can get bow legged. Well, if you rode a real small animal, then you're then like, you're like us. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get bow legged. But if you're privileged, you get to ride big animals, big more bow. You bow up. Yeah. That's the the bigger the the bigger the bow, the bigger the privilege. That's yeah. what I say. And so that's where a lot of my, you know, I guess my disdain comes from. And I think I just have a general disdain sometimes for that culture. Now, if she asked me to be on her show next weekend, I might have a different opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you would go. You know? I don't think you would go on Ellen. I don't know. Imagine if she asked you to dance. Would you go out there dancing all the way down the aisle? No. Theo Vaughn. And that DJ and the the DJ is like, what's up, Theo? And you you have to do that thing. You're like, what up, dog? Yeah, you got to do that whole thing. Hey, Stanley. Hey, uh, hey, diverse person. I can just even imagine. Yeah. I don't even need to know who the DJ is. I'm just like, hey, diverse person. Yeah. He's like, what up, what up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But would you go on there? You would. On Ellen? Yeah. No. I, I couldn't, I would have no business. What would I do on Ellen? Well, I mean, no, you know, like. You're more of an actor. You do acting. Yeah, but they're not, I mean, you know, if anybody from my show, they would have little Dicky. They would have like, a, I'm right. not the star of that show. Even if I was the star of a show, Ellen wouldn't be where I would go to promote the show. Because nothing I would make would be Ellen's audience. Right. Ellen's audience is moms, middle-aged women mostly, right. you know? Yeah. Like, there's, they wouldn't like me. You know, like, the content I put out, that's not what they like at yeah. all. I mean, right. kudos to those that it, are broad enough, but right. I think what we make is a little bit more specific than that. Acting or not, that'd be too hard. They'd be like, oh, I don't like the language he used on yeah. this on this podcast I heard. So no, what what would I go on? I mean, I would I would slit a throat to be on Stern. Would you? I love Stern. I've always loved the guy. I mean, like, I love the show. I've done the I've done the wrap up show because I oh, know yeah, Gary. I've done that too. Yeah, and those guys are those fucking guys are John Hine. Those guys are dope. They're the yeah. nicest, and they have the most fun. They don't give a shit. There's no rules. They kind of let you be you. Sometimes you go on shows and they like dictate how you're supposed to be. You know, and they shut you out and they don't make you feel welcome. And you're like, all right, well, I guess you know, I'm just filling a gap for two minutes. But those guys let you do it. I just I want to be on that sh- on the show one day to talk yeah. to him. That's a good goal, man. You know what? Sometimes I feel like I I, I keep myself out of my own goals yeah. with judgment. Why? You know, I don't know. Would you go on? Would you want to be on Howard? Mm, I don't know if I would. I mean, I don't know if it. Uh, do you like him at all? I like him. Just yeah. just I'm not fine. a big fan. You like him just fine. Yeah. I used to I used to be a massive fan. And then just time-wise, I don't get to listen to it anymore because I'm not in my car listening to Sirius anymore. Yeah. But I used to love it. You know what I loved about the guy? Honestly, that in the sake of how we're comedians and we can joke around, like I did before, I'm joking about not liking Koreans and my one of my best friends is Korean. And totally. We can throw that away and have a joke and then go back to something real. Right. He does that a lot, which I like, that 
he's able to just go, fuck it. If you can't tell the difference and when I'm kidding and when I'm not, mm-hmm. that's on you. Like, get fucking, get real. Like, yeah, he used to be a lot more like that, I feel like. Well, he's a le- I mean, he's definitely yeah. a legend. He's no get, he, I think it also he's getting older and it's getting yeah. harder. The show is obviously getting harder to do. It's it's tough. You're 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 con- you're making content every day. All of it's tough. Yeah, that's hard. I, I just think. And you change too. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably not the same person he was twenty years. Not ago. even close. He's like a vegan who paints and does yoga every. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. He he's completely changed, which is it's cool to watch his. He's a Jewish diamond, Dallas Page. Really. He's Jewish. Huh? Is he Jewish? Howard Stern. Oh God, I'm not listening anymore. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a Imagine Jew- twenty five years. Of- oh no! <laughs> no. He is. He is. He's the Jewish, Jewish Diamond Dallas Page. He really man. is. Are you a wrestling guy? All the jokes that we do about wrestling, do you watch it? Oh, this, the truth is, man, if I had to be real honest, there was a guy in our, I don't want to say our neighborhood, but in our, probably an adjacent neighborhood that trained wrestlers when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. And did you get trained? Huh? No, but I'd go watch. You'd go check it out. And I'd try to get in there, and I got the britches one time for, uh, for you know, uh, Christmas, Christmas or something. Yeah. yeah. And it was, they got me some shitty ones. You know, all they had, they got me in one with the ballet surplus or whatever. So I'm mm-hmm. wearing some fucking little Billy Elliot's out there. Ha- hand, me, you know? hand me downs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I look like a damn newsie, you know? <laughs> I look like a newsie. That selling he, papers and watching training? I look like a newsie at the gym, you know? I'm just, <laughs> but I'd go over there and watch him, you know? And the guy had a ring set up in his own yard, you know, when they throw him off the ropes and do the body slam, you know? Love that. And they had a uh, this one wrestler guy who was... I don't want to say mentally disabled, probably had autism. This is before sure. they had autism. So it was it just like, around, oh, that yeah. guy's a fucking, you know, strong. Yeah. And it would be like this guy, Fireboy, was his uh, wrestling thing, you know? Fireboy. And he had like uh, the pants. And, yeah, with the flames on the side. And some kind of Doc Martens, but before Doc Martens, you know, Nurse Martens, you right, know? Right. This guy had like these lace-up boots, and he wrote Fireboy on each one, you know? Yeah. And I'd go over there and watch him train the guy. Are you sure and it then wasn't they Andrew? Doing drugs. Huh? Are you sure it wasn't Andrew? Uh, yeah, it could have been. Was it me? Yeah. Fireboy? <laughs> what if it would have been? But dude, I'll tell you, I'll say this and I'll say this again, man. I, I, I still don't understand why some of the podcast people do not make a wrestling script. This is I know wrestlers. we talked about this. I don't have any wrestling in my blood, though. Who I, cares? Yeah, but I don't, I don't even enjoy it. It's not for me. Then you can still do it. Have you seen wrestling, dude? I know, but there's something about wrestling characters. I don't like tight. You ever been angry at a costume party? Yeah. That's wrestling, bro. I know. I mean, I no, I have. I got no fight with a guy at a costume party. One That's time. wrestling, dude. It's just the Halloween. Yeah, but we really fought. Yeah, bro. Oh, that's a good We point. really fought. That's a, then that's not <laughs> yeah, wrestling, Yeah, we really got man. no fist fight. No, I don't like, I don't like, um, I never, I never, when I was a kid, I thought Hulk Hogan was cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought some of the wrestlers were cool. But I never followed it yeah. because something didn't click with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I don't think I liked the boots and the pants. I don't like. I didn't like tight pants on men and boots. Yeah. I don't know. I, this, yeah, like well, they're in jeans. I guess I could do it if they were all wearing jeans. And this guy, he's his whole thing is like apathy. He doesn't take his hands out of his pocket. He kind of hates the whole thing. That could be you. That's me. I'm just apath. I'm just yeah. Apathetic, apathetic Andrew. Tommy Dreamer. Well, see, that's my thing. You know, I know they actually slap him too. Is that and Carl they... Lentz, the pastor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I just, it's not for me. Yeah, this is getting weird. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. Something about it misses for me. It's just like, um, look, and I like theatrics. I like, I, I know, I know that it's all a, a big play. I think it's cool. The idea is cool. Um, 
Well, it's things. Some things have gone on have 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 have, have gone on too long. Some right, things some, yes. which are institutions mm-hmm. have gone on too long. I do think a lot of times. But then some things go, went away for no reason. Do you know what highlight is? I've seen that scooper. Highlight, yeah. You know that was most. Fa- that was one of the most popular sports in the world at one time. No way. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mo- mo- one of the most. One of the most spectated sports in the world at one point in time. Put well, up spe- a highlight. Now. Put a highlight, especially because in India it was huge. You're talking, you know. But highlight, they try to make a comeback. It just it, it's not working. It's never going to come back. But that's Jory Cornbit. He's one of the most famous. Really? Yeah. But this game is fucking insane. I mean, they're going. It's they, in a court. Yeah, and the balls get thrown 170 miles an hour or something. It's just, it's a wild, but it's a wild, cool sport to watch. But it, it'll never, it'll never come back. Here I can't go. tell you why. I don't know what the appeal, I don't, I don't know why it lost this cool appeal of watching people do that, just huck that ball. When you listen to the echo of the ball off the wall too, it's daunting. It's like, da 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 Really? It's crazy. But look at how hard they fucking whip that thing. And you get hit in the face with that, you're gone, bro. Oh, they got to wear the helmet, too. Yeah, but people get hit all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, people get hit all the time. Yeah. It's fun. That, that kind of stuff, but it lo- but that it loses horrible. its luster. Right. <laughs> it, it's gone. But now what about female roller derby? Did you ever watch love that it. when it was on TV when love we were it. kids? But they hurt each other. That's oh, why I love yeah. that. See, I love the, the, the physical real pain. It, it, I love to watch someone get clipped or taken out. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love football. Same thing. I'll tell you, one time I went to the USC stadium. Yeah. And it was Super Bowl day, and mm. they had the women's tackle football going on down there, right? It was like halftime. I think they were doing like, I don't know, something during that day they were putting on a, a game. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty lame to say, you know, I, I, I forego watching the Super Bowl. I guess it was two teams I didn't care about or something. And I went down there to watch that women's tackle football game. Yeah. And they lit each other. I love it. Up. Uh, you've seen you've seen lingerie football. You've seen that, right? Maybe that's what it was. It was the, yes. Like okay, so that's what it that? was. Oh my Beautiful. god! It was hot with the pads on. They and beat bro, the shit out of each other. Some of these chicks. I know, dude. You should pull up that highlight reel of those girls. They clip each other. And there's oh. also. They're 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 able to get away with more that the NFL doesn't let anymore. Yeah. Like horse collar, you can still horse collar in that. There was a pigtail on the on the on the thing <laughs> after it. I mean, look at that. Look she's at throwing. It. She's blatantly Ooh. throwing her shoulder. Yeah. At her neck, you know, like. Oof. Ooh. Get the Ooh. fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> wow. Dang, that girl is short. And somebody, they just are Ooh. straight fighting. Some of these chicks will shoot. They'll shoot up right into the middle of the tit. I think they're. I, I think. I think fighting is all legal too. I think it's legit. Oh, <laughs> damn! This is. It's an incredible game. This should be way more popular, bro. And I'm getting mildly erect, brother. I really am, which is good because I actually ended up masturbating yesterday. So to get an erection the day after, a that's really good. You're able to fill up again. Oh. I can't get an I can't get Bro, a tank in that fast. Very rare. So I didn't know this was going to do it for me. This is it. Now I know how to pique your interest. Ooh. Now some of the ass cheeks get a little small the stronger the women get. Well, yeah, you got if you yeah, you can't hold out all that weight. Some of the running backs are Ooh, whoa. <laughs> oh yeah, fill her up, dude. See, this is a <laughs> way to handle daddy issues. If you're don't go stripping. Get out yeah. on the field and beat the shit out of another girl. Now, the problem I think is just the money. They don't get paid enough. I'm sure they don't get paid shit. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's not enough money to be made. You know, uh-huh. like you gotta have more fans. But that's the thing is, like, this should be a bigger sport. 
there should be a way bigger sport. Dude, you know what I just realized? Sometimes I don't even really want to have sex. I just want to put my penis in there. Just it, just let it sit and soak? No, just get, as long as you get it in, it's like it's... Yeah, they call it soaking. Mm-hmm. That's enough, really? Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. really hardcore... Uh, Mormons. Mormons will call, it's called soaking. Wow. They're allowed to put it in. They just can't. They just can't make friction. Ooh, yeah, you got to. That's hard though. Got to sneak it in there and let it sit. It's like for playing a minute. operation kind yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch the sides. <laughs> you got to let it soak for a while, dude. That's scary, bro. Yeah, dude, you got to let it soak. Well, because the thrusting while. is a lot of work, right? Oh, it's all a lot of work, dude. Have you ever worked at Brennan Schaub? Mm-hmm. It's a lot. That's of work, a lot brother. of work. It's That's an a... uphill, like Atlas, that guy who pushes that ball up that hill. You ever Sisyphus. seen that guy from Greek mythology? And it always keeps falling down <laughs> yeah. on him. Yeah. And no matter yeah. how close you get to the top, it's gonna. It's always coming. And that no, that, that's, that's why is that ball Sisyphus? always wearing? That's Sisyphus, right? Sisyphus never was able to get it up there. Thick boy. Well, I was like, why does this ball have a thick boy bike club <laughs> shirt on? Yeah. Dude, he loves the biking, huh? Oh, dude, it's crazy. I was like, is he sponsored by bike? Is bike sponsoring him? I feel like he just, he got so into bikes overnight. Oh. He was like, yeah, bro, I'm fucking 25 miles today up this yeah. hill. I'm like, good for you, dude. Dude, yeah, I'm phony hawk. That's it. Dude, <laughs> he will. That's the thing about Brendan. People knock him. The one thing that he is that, that inspires me is that he is a hard worker. Yes, he's committed. Who else can go from one thing to the next? Right, he jumps all in. And find their footing in it. Football, fighting. Com- podcasting, comedy, and biking, and freaking biking. biking he got sponsored by Bike, the yeah. company Bike, who made it's like Q-tip. Really, all the bikes sponsored him. Wow, any bike company he wants. Thick boy, his Instagram has become like an autistic kid's Instagram. It'll just be, he'll be like big snake on road. Does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that picture the snake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, here's, like, a da- <laughs> here's a danger noodle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He posts a steak like he hasn't seen. He's so, you've seen one every day. It's not a mystery anymore. Now it's it's a nuisance to me. I'd go, God, for these fucking snakes. He's like, Whoa! Here's another sandwinder. Whoa! <laughs> the best is uh, so the other day. He's like flags down. There's some lady biking. He flags her down and oh, let her no. know there's a snake there, and she doesn't give a fuck. He's like, Whatever, loser. <laughs> it just drives by. Is he in the motorcycles? Does he do? So, is he is he up there yet? He is. It's on his calendar, but I don't know. I think it's twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. He's Couple getting years. into those sit bikes, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the big sides on yeah, them. Like the Mexicans have out here. Yeah, yeah. The beach beach cruisers. Yeah. yeah. Oh no no no! I'm talking about the ones where the older oh, people. Oh yeah. And it has like the little case <laughs> yeah, on the thing yeah. for a Gatorade. Yeah. You have a little picnic basket yeah. in the side. Yeah. Oh yeah. What you, what I got you... your sandwich in there, honey. <laughs> yeah. You want a bologna? I got you bologna. Bologna extra mayo. He's gonna get, he's gonna ask me why we said this about him. I know, but it's all it's all because he's addicted. When he gets involved in something, mm-hmm. it becomes obsessive. Yeah. He's obsessed with bike culture now. Yeah. Now it's like, it's not like where you say if you were like, yeah, man, I just got into you know, uh, 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 jujitsu. Like if you just got into it, I'm mm-hmm. sure you would like it and really get into it, but it wouldn't consume you. Like when Brendan gets into something, it's like all yeah. consuming. Again. Yeah, he's a, he's an athletic addict, right? Yeah. He's addicted to athletics. Or he buy the chef's hat, or he, and then he gets the spoon set, right? Right, and, and then, then he, he gets get, the knives. Yeah, and he wants to make the knives. Yeah, then he gets the cheese grater, and he does it all. Right, you know. Then he grow. Then he starts making his own cheese. Yeah, right. This guy gets all the way in. I like things, but then I can't get. If I get too involved, I know I'll go crazy. Yeah. So I have to from a distance, you know. If you've ever walked into a to a scent establishment to get that smell, to get that upper on your body, get that, you know, you want something that smells good across your body. You know, it used to be the old days you would carry something with you that smelled good. You'd carry a rose or carry a muffin. 
something to get the other sex or the same sex, depending on what you love, uh, to come over to you or to get anything to come over to you. You wanted to have some kind of scent, something coming off of you. Well, I want to tell you right now that Hawthorne is the company that cares about how you smell and the essence that you give off into the world. You know, I'm still using the same cologne that I had when I was in high school. You know, probably it's, I think it's called Ralph Lauren CK1 Online Polo Sport. The same one everybody has, right? But Hawthorne now has a quiz that can help you find an updated scent that really caters to who you are. The quiz is, uh, it's really, it's personalized. So they ask you, you know, how do you, how do you smell usually? You know, what type of body style do you have? What's your hair style? You know, what's your, what's your skin grade? How does it feel? How does it look? You know, how moisture, how moisture do you like your skin? It really, it, it gets to know you. You know, how's your body odor? What do you have? On a, you know, on a scale of this to that. It really gets to know you. And then it hits you with those two, two, two examples of, hey, this is what you need to really show up and to show out and to smell good. That's right. Hawthorne. It's personalized, premium quality ingredients, convenient, and they're easy to buy right there online. Luxurious packaging. It's everything you want in those feel-good body condiments. You take the two-minute quiz. It's totally risk-free with free shipping and free returns. Check out Hawthorne.co. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E. And use promo code THEO to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. And use code THEO to get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne dot co. You want to smell good. You want to feel good. You just got to update. It's time to update. You know, if you want a new life and you want to attract new things, you need to go into it with a new body attitude, and Hawthorne will give you that. What do you think about when you see these guys doing the drive-in shows and some of these new opportunities that are mm. coming up for stand-up? I, talk, I talked to Segura about it. Okay. But I'll be real with you when I say this. I know this sounds annoying, but I think stand-up isn't going to come back for a long time. And I mean it from a personal level. I've gone, I've done so much searching inside about it. I just don't think it's going to be the same when it does come back. So I was talking to Schultz last night about this. And I was like, man, you know, what we're making, this kind of stuff, this is our stand-up uh, uh, current future right now. Oh, yeah. Because this is more fun than trying to do a digital show to me, you know, and perform to an audience that's not there. Because this is the same. They're there, they're watching, but I don't have to wait for their response or know that they're engaged. They can engage on their own. Who right? are they? Who the audience? The you audience. Know who, uh, yeah, who? Yeah, who's ever watching? Whenever yeah. they're watching this, but like those live shows on Zoom and all that, I, I just don't know if it's for me. I've been offered a few times. I don't know that I can. I don't know if that's my shit. But right. the drive-in shows, the the you know Bert's doing. I called him too, and I talked to him about it. He's having a lot of fun. We were trying to plan a tour with me and Bobby to go do that, and it just didn't work out. The schedules was too it was too hard, and to get to one city to the next and. It costs a shitload of money to put those on outside because these aren't pre-established venues. It's not like going to a club that the building's already there with the lights and the sound. And they have to build this shit outside, and they're hoping that multiple people of like us do it so they can keep the venue up, keep the permits. But it's still co- it's very costly. So you think you'd be able to go and set up a tent? 
you know. Yeah, but even still, you got to pay sa- staff. You have to have union. You yeah. have to sound engineers. You have to have people who build stages. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like. Or people, you got to grease the constable. You, you know, yeah, you got the, the local. If you're going local. small town. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you have to hit somebody off, and then even still, they're going to want to hit. They're going to want to be hit what they should have got from the union. Yeah. So either way, no matter how you shake it, I don't know if it's worth it for me right now. If I was as big as Bert or Segura, yeah, yeah, maybe if it's worth it for them to go get 500 cars in a parking lot. I don't. I don't. I just don't know. Also, I feel weird inviting people to go out and not be able to touch them and, and and interact with them and see them and be be you know have that those moments in a room when you're with people it's just irreplaceable and i i don't know yeah because i'm sure you know i got invited the other day to do a show where the televisions are in front of you there's a guy Hunter yeah, yeah they Hill. invited you know me Hunter too Hunter yeah, Hunter. yeah 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 great guy puts on a lot of awesome shows yeah and and apparently there's like 20 screens in front of you where you can see the audience actually see them right there in front of you that's yeah. interesting yeah it is no, it's cool. I did tell him. I said it looked really cool, but I, um, I'm also, <clears throat> I also know my habits as a performer, and I don't know if that would cater to my habits. I really enjoy feeding off the like the live energy of people. Yeah, I'm significantly better in in pressure situations where it's live and big. Oh yeah, than I am in those where there's almost no pressure because it's mm-hmm. digital. There's a lot of growing room, and you know, it's almost like there's almost no pressure. Which yeah. I don't really like. Like I think the pressure of live is why I like it so much. It's like we paid to see you, bitch. You better rip. Yeah. And when you do, it's like uh, it works, you know. Whereas there, there's a disconnect, and it's okay if it doesn't work great because both people know that this is a weird medium of comedy. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost caters. It almost seems like it caters to the that the reward the reward isn't actually being. F- could the reward isn't actually being funny the reward is their kindness because then people might act like they're laughing mm-hmm. or laugh out of like ha you know uh, uh, yeah one of those things but yeah just because that's how they're supposed to look like they're behaving because you're not going to be able to hear their audio right they're just going to hear you so then it's going to become this world where you're performing for virtually for people everybody's pretending that they're having a good time <laughs> because they paid to yes. be there and it's just gonna be. See, I'm worried about that. I'm just. Bad. Wor- I think it's. I think it's. I think it's good for people that are doing it and that it's. It's working for them because mm-hmm. there are people. So I'm not hating. Right. On it. No, I'm not hating. Because I it. might do it. I just wonder if the <clears throat> reward, if it's creating a reward system for that the- is different than the original being on stage and getting, you know, and feeling that moment between you and them and yeah. forcing a laugh. At, you know, like some people laugh because they have. There's. It's not. They're laughing because they want to. They laugh because you... The rhythm. Yes, you yeah. did it. You made them laugh. You mm-hmm. did the job. Whereas if it just looks like I'm supposed to be a certain, doing a certain thing, then I might just do that thing. Well, because, you, you know, it's how people... They always talk about how people react when they know a camera's watching them. Yeah. So, you know, like yeah. there's someone in the streets, you know they're going to react different if they have a camera on them. They start to function different. Their eyes, their their, their movements, everything becomes oh, hyper aware that they're oh, yeah. on camera. So when they're on camera watching you, they know you see them now. Versus in the room... I, you don't see audience members Mm-mm. you just hear them if they're laughing they're laughing and if they don't like the joke they'll sit there and smile politely mm-hmm. you know if they if they're not a fan of the joke they're like no oh, you know that's and okay. those guys you can tell usually i bet they hit their girlfriends there's always that 100, guy 100 percent. there's 100%. always that guy you see up front goes, you kind of look at the girl and just i always look at her and let her know it's okay and if you need to go we can go <laughs> yeah just you know i know what's going on you should have a help code when you start the show ladies if you're here with your man and he's abusive and he doesn't want to be here yeah you know, we should have a help code. Order that salmon. Yeah. I'll take a salmon. Then I know you're ready to go. Yeah. 
You come with me, we'll save you. Yeah, there's always a, there's always a guy or two at the show that's not enjoying the show because he's mad that you're doing the thing that he doesn't do, mm-hmm. right? Because he hates his job or whatever, and he's annoyed that his friends like you. And he's like, I'm not really a fan, yeah, but I came with them, but they love you, but whatever, good to meet you. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, stand-up I don't think is going to come back for, I don't know, summer next year. I, I think I, the vaccine has to be the thing to give people the, the, I think to give people the comfort level. It's more about comfort. I start to, do you start to feel, I started to feel this this week, like every Monday I start to feel like, wow, okay, we get a little further from mm-hmm. the existence that we knew Dude, before sun, this disease. Su- Sundays usually make my old lady depressed because work on Monday is like a whole thing for her. You mm-hmm. know, that's like a startup again. It's like, Oh shit, I have a big week ahead of me. And I never got it because our weeks bled together, right? We don't really know what, you know, it's like I've got shows every night of the week or we're on the road or so Monday and Sunday weren't significant days, but they are now because Sunday to me is this end of a week for me. And Monday is like, how many more of these weeks are going to happen without us having the ability to go do whatever I need to do? Because I was saying it, I feel like forced retirement. I don't like it. I feel like I've been forced to retire from stand up. You know, it's kind of like if you meet someone that, get, that retires too early, they usually get depressed. Yeah. They don't, you don't get to do the thing that you love. I have no outlet. I can't go work out at night. It kills me. You know, it kills me not to go to the club and work out new shitty jokes. But now what are things? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I start to feel like, okay, the interesting thing is each time I started to, I just finally started to notice. I was like, oh man, I'm starting to think like we're getting further away from the life that we knew to the point where it's interesting Never how go this back. new one becomes this is it. the norm. This is it. Get strap, strap in. This is it. Because part of a lot of me still thinks, oh, this is just such a temporary thing. No, I don't think so anymore. But are you start? Or do you feel that too a little bit? Where you're 100%. like, it slips away. Whatever was before starts to slip away, and this slowly becomes. About a month ago, I <clears throat> therapeutically admitted to myself and people around me, friends and family, that I'm like the new norm is going to be. We're never going to go back oh. to what it was. This is going you to don't be the future. Think so? No, no way. I don't. I really don't. I think I think we will inherently time will change us for the better. We will adapt. People, will, it, it, this is all going to change. I don't. I don't. I think jumping back into what we thought was normal will never happen ever again. I just don't think so. Wow. It'll be a new normal, but it will be okay right. as well. That right. will also be. But we will function significantly differently. I mean, you look at anything like any kind of any kind of uh, uh, societal turn, right? A big flip, yeah. whether it's you know the internet and the takeover of, of what the internet did, yeah, or flu or something. Well, but anything that's just a big change in our society we inherently changed us forever. And we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it okay. Yeah, we did it fine. We <laughs> we fixed it. We we created new jobs because of it, right? The Industrial Revolution created fucking an entire new society for us. Did yeah. it create other problems and put other things out of, out of business? Yeah. Is stand-up going to go oh, out of business? the power drill no. fucking changed the whole world, Everything. Dude. <laughs> everything. The power hammer. Yeah. Didn't work. Oh, the jackhammer? But it was, yeah. Yeah, but it led to the jackhammer. It led to the jackhammer, right. The first one, the power power hammer was not. You pull up power hammer? Power hammer didn't work. Jackhammer worked. Power hand hammer? Power hand hammer. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think think we're going to function at a a higher level in a different way. That's all. We just have to find new ways to do it, which is why I applaud the people doing the fucking, uh, doing those shows online because it's, you got to try, you got to swing the bat. Right. Try it. 
Yeah, know? I think the reason why I haven't gotten into the the end of the shows online is because I'm like, are there enough of these yet where I can go and do two and three in a night or and do a bunch, right? And, so that I can actually like cultivate the material and like you know yeah. uh, ruminate it as opposed to just going and doing a one off. You know, are you going to dump all the old stuff that you weren't that you that you were doing before or no? Well, I have a I have a special with Netflix set up, so yeah, hopefully but, I'll dump it into there. May, but when's that going to be filmed? Right. See, that's what I feel like. That's a good question, but at a certain point, they'll just be like, they're going to need material. Mm -hmm. They're just going to be like, look, shoot it at a, you know. Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot it, yeah. Shoot cold it. brew. <laughs> cold brew for Micah. Yeah. <laughs> You're slinging junk. I just think, I think, but I think they need to, but I think this is a good opportunity for Netflix to film or let people film at very unique and different places instead of a traditional theater, instead of a, like, let's do it at a different kind of venue, right? Yeah, I think about that, but then I think you see outdoors ones are just No, risky. not outdoor. Do an indoor one. Well, bring up that boat thing that Nick, that what's his name had in here? Who? That hand hammer never worked. Mm -mm. <laughs> never ever. Power crank, look at that, concepts. Yeah, remember that thing that uh, hammer Tim drill. Dillon had? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The boat, the drive-in boat show. T uh, this guy's so funny. I loved him. It's unbelievable the stuff he says. He goes, yeah. Well, he shoots for the moon. He sounds like Rush Limbaugh. He is. He's he's our gen he's our generation's Rush. Yeah. Except he's sober now. Yeah. Rush is on pills. You yeah. Know? Rush is pilled out. Floating but here's cinema something. equipped social distancing boats coming to Los Angeles. Love it. Floating cinema. Yeah, great. That's just if you're hey, rich, rich people. Yeah, if you're rich enough, that's great. Dude, here's the crazy thing that rich people do too. Oh, let's go to this graveyard and watch a movie. Love it. Oh, <laughs> you sit on the dead. Yeah, you let them know that you're above them. Yeah, Senespia. Have you ever been there to Hollywood huh? Forever Cemetery? Senespia. That's yeah, what I had yeah. one time. Yeah, I it love broke it. my heart though seeing that. Just, All these rich people having a little cheese on top of fucking, mm -hmm. you know, Henry Ford or something. Ingmar Bergman and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. I love eating on old dead Hollywood yeah. people. <laughs> It just shows how little we mean, right? Oh, totally. It shows how this town, you, this town, you mean nothing. You mean something, you mean something for this long, and then you're Ellen, and yeah. then they kill you, and then you go sit on Ellen's grave and you watch, you know. But isn't that part of the Beetlejuice. thing, though? It's like they built. Now it's become such a system. They build you up, yeah. and then they tear you tear down. you down. Yeah, they're excited for it, but and we've it, always done that. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, look at the Bible, even. Yeah, they they want they want they have to take down someone that's at the top. Because it feels, uh, you raise someone up because you're impressed, and then when you have societally raised them up, then you get tired of their success because inherently they have more than you. They they're 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 it's they're bigger than you. Yeah. So they have to kind of peel you down a little bit. And it almost and we all need to be. It's like we're all imperfect in the end. So it's yeah. like we have it. The truth is, yeah, that there is a dan There's a there's it's a all down. a down. Life, I mean, death is the down. You know, death is a down. The whole story ends with an arc, you know. It's a high and then a low. Right. The know? story ends with us in in a field with someone younger eating cheese on top of us watching a movie. Yeah. That's how the story ends. That's okay. As long as you enjoyed it when you're above the ground. I feel like I'm cool with however the story goes mm -hmm. as long as I... And putting forth effort to make it go somewhere. Mm, yeah. Because it's never going to be, you're never going to have a, oh, the whole time, you know? What is your industry going to be like in the acting world? Because I know you guys' show, Dave, got picked up for season two. Yeah, we're supposed to, we're supposed to already have been shooting it. It should be almost done by now, I think, shooting. Wow. Technically. Yeah, we'll probably not do it till, I mean, they keep saying November, but I, I don't think so. 
I think we'll probably do it next year. And who knows? I don't know. Luckily, our show is for Hulu. I mean, it's FX, but it's Hulu because they're one now. Mm-hmm. And so we're digital, which is, I think, where TV lives anyway. TV's yeah. digital, dude. I don't... Here's do a guy right here. He's got a question. What does he say? Is Brendan's son. Who had the idea in Dave for you guys to have a bath scene and you wash his back? There's a scene in the Dave show where I get in a tub with him and we're naked and Mm -hmm. I wash his back. Were y'all really naked in the shoot? Yeah, and you know what? That wasn't supposed to be on camera. That was a, that was a moment of Dave and I kind of having a bonding, and they put it on the show, and I and I don't know if I appreciated that. I think they went they kind of went above and beyond um, artistic integrity there because we said we're kind of working the characters, we're trying to figure out what we need from each other in the scene. So I was it was a long day. It was the end of the day. I said, I'm going to take a bath in this house that we were shooting. And he said, I'd love to take a bath as well. There was only one bath. I said, we'll share a bath, mm-hmm. but I want a closed set. And they put cameras in there. Damn. It's a little disturbing, but that's what the business does. Yeah. They're oh. invasive. Nothing like putting two men together and getting them naked. Yeah. In this town. In this in this town, that's that's really what happens. Yeah. You know, and they, and they filmed it and it was my choice and... I don't enjoy that they filmed it and put it out there. Dude, I'll tell you a story that happened to me. I remember, I just remember this. When I first got into town, some man set me up with a guy who was an agent, right? Mm, some oh, agent guy. I know he's what like, this is. He's like, I'll take you to this party or something. So he takes me to a party. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s there. So I'm all excited. He's always there. Yeah. Then the guy's going to give me a ride, drop me back off at my place. I didn't even have a car yet, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy saying, if you grab my dick while I drive, my car will go faster. And did it? Uh, I didn't touch him. Oh, but I remember just you didn't want to see if it could go fast. But we'd been doing a little bit of coke, you know. And right. I remember thinking, uh, first I was like, "That's insane." I don't, you know, that sounds, you know, that sounds fake. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if there's a correlation but between his penis and the. I and didn't the even realize that the guy was trying to be perverted or homoerotic or anything. I didn't realize any of that. I just thought, "Oh, this guy he has a big car. He's a gearhead. This guy's a real gearhead." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But this dude, he said it twice, cars. and then I remember, I remember just having to stand up for myself, you know. Yeah, at some point. And I love women, dude. I got I still had a picture of my girlfriend in my wallet. Showed him, you know. Look at Shannon. But yeah. He didn't want to see Shannon, huh? He didn't, you know. It killed him, bro. Yeah, he's like, you sure that's not Sean? Yeah, that's not a Sean. But I, I forgot about that, man. I it's got, just that I, it's that kind of town where they want you to be in a bathtub with a man. Yeah, well, and that's <clears throat> that's exactly right. And when you do want to do it on your own volition and not have it filmed, they end up putting it on a television show. Yeah, that's the problem. I got proposed to by a uh, a proposition by a guy who was trying to be my manager. Really? Yeah, he said I'll only take eight percent, but you have to make up the two percent in other ways. Ooh. And I said, what other ways? He said, I want a kissy kiss every time you drop off money from a job. And I just was appalled by the even the idea to kiss him, dropping off a check, my money to him and kissing him. Yeah. But so after two or three years, I had to drop him. I just couldn't do that shit anymore. Especially you know? a kissy kiss. A kissy kiss. Well, yeah, because that's one on the cheek and one on the lips. That's a kissy ooh, kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. The nerve of this guy, you know? A sneaky. That's like when your grandmother's like in her last year of life, she fucking sneaks one in yeah. on you. Kissy kiss. Yeah. Give me a little kissy kiss. Let me get that double up. Yeah. Come on, Nana. Stop it. Hit it on the lips. Hit me on the lips. You smell you like know? we smell like old, old artichokes. Oh, I don't, yeah, just don't, I'm, yeah, I'm done, yeah, Nana. Dude, yeah. I'm done with it. Why does every party feel so cold? <laughs> uh, what else we got, Nick? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring up. Uh, Andrew clapped back when you had Tom on your Instagram. I was commenting from the King and the Sting Instagram. Oh, yeah. What did you say? I said the show should just be called Bad. 
which right? I, which I was pretty proud of actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, hit him pretty hard. This self promotion. I like <laughs> but, it though. Yeah, this is Nick. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping out King and Sting. Comment okay. whoring gets you a lot of followers. Right. But uh, then he clapped back and he said, uh, "Well, your show should be called Yeah Man and COVID Boy." Yeah Man and COVID <laughs> That's Boy. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Man and COVID. Well, boy. Well, here was one of my favorites too, man. Well, you know, we got, I got you know I got a lot of hate for this, by the way, from Bobby. Bobby. Oh, Tom came on as a guest on no, no, your no. show. No, 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 no. Yeah, Tom came on Whiskey Ginger, and we went to the Bad Friend Studio, and Tom, this was Tom's idea to say that he's going to replace Bobby. Bobby, I'm not kidding, was fucking livid. I was like, it's a joke. He's like, it's not funny. It's not fucking funny. You think you just replaced me? I was like, Bob, we're kidding. Tom, of course, is not going to do the show. Yeah, that's joking. But also, Bobby was mad. Hmm. So... He's very, Bobby's so oddly fragile. He's so fragile. He's just a delicate little. He's like flower. something you get at the airport, and it's like nice, but you're like, how do I keep this, this on is the gonna plane? Break. I got to go two flights. You have to hold it, it the whole yeah, flight. They didn't put it in a bag. I'm tired. I'm gonna go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I took a pill. You fall asleep for two seconds. Yeah. Seconds it's on the floor, and it's cracked already. Like, oh. Yeah, I had to do. I had to do a little clap back into the King and the Sting. Rename your show, Yeah Man and COVID Boy. <laughs> well, that was good. There's another one that's really good too. Go to uh, a different picture. Go to a, go back to his main. Uh, and Cheeto Santino is where you can, uh, where you can follow Andrew. Uh, I'm yeah. sure a lot of you guys already do. But um, there was another one you posted. I said. That you commented on. Yeah. I can't remember which one you said something on. Go down a little more maybe. Or if not, it's that one in the middle maybe, right? With, if I with just, Dylan on our laps. If I scroll down on Instagram through his page, it'll probably just, sh- you'll be the top. Show where it is. That uh, uh, okay, yeah. Whatever you think is best, Nick. That's Sorry. Dylan. That's me and, and that's me, Rogan and and Kreischer holding Dylan on our laps. You know what's so funny? Like that is a picture that genuinely makes me go, God damn, I miss hanging out with friends, doing stand up and yeah. fucking around. I mean, what? Like, I really. That's the kind of stuff that genuinely, when I scroll past, sometimes it just makes me a little, you know, know. a little soft. I go, fuck, I miss hanging out and saying hi to people. I think we didn't know how good. Oh, I yeah. think everybody, and this includes everybody for their own walk of life, everybody didn't know how good we had it. Oh, we had it so good. We did whatever we wanted. As this, humans. This is the freest country in the world. We're allowed to do whatever we want all the time. And then when this happens here, you just goes to show you how restrictive life can be. When something gets in your way, I mean, oh, yeah. what can you do now? Oh, we're, we're almost, yeah. I feel like we're damn, you Which know. one was it? Go down a little bit more. It couldn't have been that further away because we just, he, I remember it just happened. Okay. I don't remember what it was. Though. Was that on your personal account? Or maybe I wonder if it was bad on Bobby Lee. It could have been on the Bad Friends account. Yeah, maybe it was, good, maybe it was Bad Friends. It could have been. Bad I was friends. like, oh, I got asked to do this show. Oh, I'm, I'm glad Bobby found somebody to do, to do this show with him. That's what it was. That's what it was. Maybe it's a Bad Friends episode. Maybe on that one. No, you know what? Go back to my profile. I bet you it was that same picture. I'm telling you, oh, I bet you it was the exact same picture with Tom. And you said, I got, I think, Theo, I think you said, I got asked to do this show. I got asked to do this show. And I said, you already do a show with a handicapped guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Brennan Shaw, man. Shout out, uh, Shannon, shout out Bardor. Yeah. That's our boy. We love Bardor. Barnyard shower, Barnyard dude. Shabbin. <laughs> he's going to get freaking mad. Dude. No, he's not. Yes, he will, No, bro. he's not, because he knows how much I, we love him. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're he right. He knows man. love. There's a big difference. That's also, true. what did, what did, uh, go back up in that scroll. That, what did, uh, let me, let me ask you this, though. Look at that. What did, oh, I thought that was somebody else. Never mind. I was like, who did, I thought that was George. Who could fight him? Might be up at the top. Yeah, it usually does. How, why does it you push it You should call it just bad. Oh, he did that. If you think keep, you get no, comedy. No, keep going. There's, yeah, that's you again. 
Mistake Rick and his alcoholic burn victim friend. Look at that. Did he, Nick kept throwing punches. He should. <laughs> but did I comment after that? Did I comment at that one? I don't know. No, because I was busy. And that is Theo's line, alcoholic burn victim. I got to... Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I like that. That's what I love that. Do that's when the Rat King shows up, dude. When he's got to freaking defend his. Well, crown. he doesn't have a choice at some point. Yeah. Uh, do you think who do you think is going to win this election? Do you think it's interesting? Yeah, now it ch- I change my opinion. I used to think, um, I genuinely used to think. Not, and I'm not saying I'm not putting you on a political side or anything. I'm just talking this openly. Who do we think could win this election? No, no, I know, no, no. It's not a political thing. I used to think Trump was going to win for sure. I thought, I thought in my mind, I was like, there's just no way because he was so polarizing and in he it just was controlling the country. Keep that up, Nick. And then now I don't think so anymore. I just don't. I think in lieu of what's going on, I don't think so. Who won the 2020 presidential election? And this is over the past year. What the oh, percentages? Oh, wow. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There you go. I still don't know. I I don't think he will anymore due to the fact that. Well, he bombed during the Black Lives Matter thing. He didn't. BL, between BLM and the pandemic, I think are a perfect storm for him to cause him to lose. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that's what'll. I think those two things will make it go. Nick is just checking his fantasy stuff. It's not, it's no, he's checking not even the odds. happening. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I laid, a couple of years ago, I laid money on Trump. On 2020? Yeah. What'd you put down? 100? I put down $250. That he'd win again? Yeah, and it was like 10 to 1. Is there a parlay? Do you uh, get to pay whatever? I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the same thing. It was before he had won the the the. The, the, Republican, the, first the Republican nominee, he was plus 800, and like you knew he was going to win that, so at that point, it's 50-50, essentially. Like, what are the odds right now for Biden and him? Uh, it's like uh, Biden's the favorite. Well, let's imp- see him. Those, uh, yeah. Sorry, Nate. No, no, no. no yeah, the, right. I, I do want to see the, I do want to see the favorites, because that's wild. Here we go. Thing. Minus 150, oh, plus wow. 135. Wow. Well, see, that's what's silly. Why would, they throw in Ob- why would they throw in Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama? Because like, here's a, what happens. Just if, in case? If Biden can't make physically cannot do it the electoral college gets to pick yeah uh or the is it the representatives the there's a group that gets to then put somebody in his yeah, place. yeah sure i mean the dnc then gets to replace right. right the dnc then gets to put somebody in his stead that's why a lot of pe- people still think and, and i've thought this the whole time that hillary clinton is going to slip in at the last minute and uh and replace him or somebody is but michelle obama has never even talked about being a She's just, I don't know. She just launched a podcast on Spotify. It's huge. Yeah, that's because they want to get paid. 2024. They got, they got seven Emmy nominations from their, look, but the, Ob- to- the Obamas have parlayed their presidency into being media moguls now. Oh, yeah. It, intelligently so. If you're going to get out of being a president, you can't just play golf and, and sew because they're still young. They did the thing that you would do if you were that young. You'd go, well, let's get a media deal with Netflix for $100 million. Yeah. Make shit, employ people, and keep making money. What about this? And here's a here's a different question. What do you think the effects of the pandemic mm-hmm. will have on how people vote? That's what I start to wonder because I start to wonder if a lot of people think that we're going to head towards socialism. Yeah, then they're going to be voting against that. I start to wonder if a lot of people think that um, the president is, is the one who got us into this situation. Mm-hmm. Then people are going to vote against or are going to vote Democratic because of that. You know, it just starts to make me wonder how like this, this thing that we're in right now yeah. is going to make people vote. Because I don't even know if people are voting for one person anymore that much. I mean, I, I feel like 
as much as they're voting against the how other. they want the world to be and what they yeah. think. I think people used to vote for their party, right? I think a lot of times people voted for their party. I think now people are voting because it's too they— diverse now. Yeah, I think people hate the other person now. Yeah. Yeah, what you said. I think people used to vote, oh, I don't really love the guy, but I'm a Republican, so I vote for X, Y, Z. Now I think people go, I fucking hate— uh, Joe Biden or I hate Hillary or whoever and they go off so I'm oh I'm for sure going to vote for this guy regardless of yeah the party they just get so they get so annoyed with with the other party that they're like I'll do anything to get rid to not to make sure they don't get in you know which in, in essence is the same but I think it's more personal now people people really who hate Trump hate Trump people who hate Biden and Hillary and 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 Bernie same way they hate they have the same kind of hate on both sides so but people have gotten so dive people are more there's we just have to get away from this two party two party system is the most uh, flawed thing on earth yeah and hopefully that's what I think is that whatever is going on over yeah. the past eight years four years and in the future is that's where it's leading us well you should be able to pick you should be able to pick from you know what you have to have an odd number isn't it? wouldn't that be the isn't that the case per so you'd have to have like three per side or something like that yeah. So yeah, if it was three candidates from Republican Party, three candidates from the Democratic Party, that's who you would want to to put up a fight because then you'd get an extreme from the Republican, a a middle from the Republican, and then a more almost left leaning Republican or or someone like you know um, Pete Buttigieg. You know who that you know yeah. Buttigieg, Buttigieg is almost like he could be both. I don't even he's somewhere in the middle. You know he's a gay vet who loves guns, but also is is pro-gay marriage but also is very conservative in his financial approach about taxes so you're like this guy's kind of all over the place but yeah. you need that option to be viable because it's legitimate that's how people think these days nobody is one way at all no one's all the way in on anything i, I don't believe it to be well, true i wish we elected the president and the vice president i always thought yeah. that bernie and trump would have been a good ticket yeah, like, why does he get to bring his friend to the party that we yeah. didn't approve? I don't understand that. It's always weird because, yeah, why did they get to bring in? Because then you could really check the, say, if somebody got president, then you could check them by having yeah. a uh, a vice president that had different views and, like, totally incorporated more of your, you know, more of your views. So then it would always be like they're always going to have somebody that they're going to have to discuss things with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I think I think people are going to – this is going to change a lot. As yeah, far, hopefully it will change a lot. I'll, 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 but also I think I think we need to get back to a place where we step back after all this chaos and we start to understand that like agenda isn't the way to get messages across. Mm -hmm. We need to have conversations Yeah, because people are just hearing stuff and then they get mad. Like I got mad the other night. Not mad, but I just got, I was like, this is fucked up. There's a Procter & Gamble commercial. Mm -hmm. Procter & Gamble is a major fucking corporation. Mm -hmm. And it's a commercial where it's a young, it's a young black dad with his son. Mm -hmm. And they get looks everywhere they go, right? There's a little girl waving out of a Mercedes, a little white girl. And the mom rolls up the window when she sees that she's waving at a black kid. And then he puts his son in the pool. And a, and a white dad gets his son out of the pool because the black guy is in the pool. And then the very end of the commercial, you see that he's actually, they were in a courtroom and then you pan around and he's a judge, the, mm. the, 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 the dad, the black dad. And it's this thing that's like, it's a conversation we need to have about um, racial inequality and judgment and silent racist uh, intentions and yada, yada, yada. While I know what they're saying, I know what they're trying to communicate. I think that is so poorly done. Yeah. This is the commercial because all this does to me is sh you can play it and play it in the background because I don't think there's any. It's just music. There is no... Uh, there's no dialogue.
But, you know, they show him and his son having a good day, and then it's waving at a, a white girl mm -hmm. in a Benz, and the mom is like, no way, you don't get to wave at blacks. Like, What? What is this, from 1940? This is, this is now. They're airing this shit right now. And look, don't hold the elevator for the black guy, says the three whites in the elevator. Oh, my God. I mean, dude, this is insane. This is going on. I just saw this last night when I was watching baseball. Ooh, is that a thought coming in the door? She's cute, huh? Mm -hmm. But look, would you like to sit to that table next to the black guy? No way. We'd rather sit over here. You know, let's get out of the pool. I don't want to get in the pool because the black guy's in there with his son. Right. Oh, you're in a, a fancy shoe store. Look at the black guy. Look at the black guy. Check down the black guy. He's black. We don't know what he's going to do in here. So, right. The message is extremely obvious of what Procter & Gamble is saying. I just want to see what the script is at the end. Uh, you know. Should I skip ahead? Yeah, right. skip to he's a judge now. You know, we cut to a courtroom. They turn the cameras around, and obviously we see he's a judge. Um, and their statement Good is... Good for him, man. Yeah. And this is based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah. But it turns out he didn't even go to school to be a judge. Let's all talk about... Uh, let's all... Uh, let's all... What is that? Let's all... Talk about the look so we can see... Talk about the look so we can see beyond it. Okay. So here's my... Here, here's, what I, here's what I want to say about this, and then I don't want to ramble on too more about it, but... It made me mad last night because I know what they're saying. Do do many black people in America, or the maybe all maybe a high majority feel that they get that they get things like this that things like this happen to them? Mm -hmm. Perhaps yes, perhaps so. That is that can be true, right? Yes. This message though is almost like saying all white people do this stuff. Yeah, all of you do this, which is so fucking wrong and not true that. This should say there's a very small percentage of white people who publicly have no shame in being racist. Right. And they're fucking assholes and fuck them forever. Yeah. But but the conversation that should it should say, let's talk about how people are blatantly racist and why it's wrong right. versus this shows different factions of white people at different levels of life shunning black people. And it's almost saying this is what you do without knowing it. It's like, yeah. no, the fuck I don't. Right. No, the fuck I don't put that saying like it's a, this, I believe in my heart that most, the high majority of whites in this country mm -hmm. aren't inherently racist towards black people in that fashion. I agree. Right? I just don't believe that to I be agree. true. And I've agreed it for a long time. Do I think there's some people that are? Yes. Right. Yes. There are probably a portion of people that see a black guy in a pool and don't swim in it because that, black, that white guy's racist. Right. Okay? Do but I think most do that? No, yeah. but this message is like saying most, if not all white people are racist towards black people. And I just don't believe it. I, I just don't think that's true because it is perpetuating a narrative that is, that is so broad. How could you encompass it's all the whites? It's almost ignorant to have this be the narrative almost. Yeah, it's fucked up because, because that's not how I fucking feel. No. So you're speaking for me now? Right. Procter and, and fucking Gamble? Yeah. And so the, and a lot of this comes from, I think, the people who make these commercials now and who are in the driver's seat of a lot of the advertising and all of that, they're all from a lot of the same places. Yeah. It's the same repeat people over and over again who have never lived in different communities. Right. And so they think that this is what it's like everywhere because that's what they because see on they their news. Because they don't live in those worlds. Right. You, you said exactly what I said on uh, this last podcast I did with Fitzsimmons, my biggest beef with a lot of white people yelling the loudest is they don't interact with anybody of color anyway. Right. They have no black friends. They have no, not fuck saying just black friends. They have no friends of any other race besides whites. So then they go, this is what I think other whites do. Right. Well, that you don't live in the world. 
especially Procter and fucking Gamble, a tr it's insane. a, a, a massive corporation. Companies. Yeah, what world do you live in that you know that? And what I would rather see, what I think it would be more helpful, yeah, would be to show a commercial that shows people of all ethnicities treating a, a different ethnicity a certain way. Yeah, because I think there's, I I believe that there's way more bigotry in mm -hmm. the country than there is actual inherent or you know, like that systemic racism people talk about. Yeah. I think there's way more bigotry that goes all types of ways. Oh, please. You, like you, I see everyone is racist. There is so much bigotry to any other race. Yeah. It's not just a, a street of, of one way street of white people being racist right. to black people. And people are so tired. White people who have been do doing their best their entire lives to yeah. not be racist and to be supportive of black community, to be supportive of black artists. My, f my favorite com comedians are black. And yeah. have been my whole life. Well, the most popular think, ones are. Yeah. <laughs> like the best. And they're the most popular, the most <laughs> yeah. popular musicians. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, support of black culture. I, I see that a lot more than I see stuff like this anymore. Correct. Because um, this exists. I'm not saying it right, doesn't. But it's but, so but the, small. And you're right. making the rest of us who aren't that way, you're making us angry. Not at black people, but you're making us angry at this repeated beating us over the head yes. with a narrative that doesn't apply to us that you keep putting us into. Fact. And I think you're going to have a lot of people that are going to vote in uh, in the election against the media. Yeah. And I don't know what that vote looks like for them, but I think a lot of people don't care who the candidates are, but if they can find a way to vote against shit like this, that's what they want to vote against. You said it against. right, bro. They're beating you in the head with a narrative that doesn't apply to you, and so it infuriates people like me to go, you're saying that, you're. it's like you're saying, I need to have this conversation about racists. I already know there's racist pieces of shit. Yeah. I don't need, fuck them. The conversation needs to have, look how many people in our communities at least the ones that I live in or my friendship circle, people that I'm a part of that are supportive of other cultures and races and we get along yes. and we enjoy one another's company. If you put that image out more, don't you think that does better? Don't you yeah. think it does better to show us interacting with other cultures and races versus going, this happens all the time. This is happening on a daily basis. No, I have enough black friends that have told me they get treated differently in different situations. Yeah. I, I, I They have to my face been like, no, when I walk into this kind of place, I get treated like this. That's oh, yeah. right. It happens, right? But this is, once again, that is a small amount of people who are outwardly racist and do racist things, right? Yeah. I'm not talking about subconscious racism. I'm not talking about when you when you when when someone says they see a black guy in a nice car and they go, well, he must be a rapper or an athlete, you know, in their mind. They go, he can't just be a lawyer, right? right. That's subconscious racism that people have. I'm talking about this is blatant, obvious, get my kid out of the pool. There's a black guy in the pool. This I just don't believe that this is rampant. I yeah. just and maybe it is in certain parts of the world, but or country. But I got to tell you, that ain't the fucking majority. No, it's not at all, dude. I was in Oklahoma. We were touring. We stopped in Oklahoma at a lake. Right. This yeah. is one small little bitty example. We stopped in a place. Yeah. Where if you showed pictures of the place to anybody in uh in one of the coastal cities, they'd be like, oh man. You know, I bet there's, you know, I bet there's racism everywhere. Right. We went out and stopped and we went swimming in the side of this lake, right? And it was mostly white people. They had three black kids there, mm -hmm. or two black children that seemed full black, fully African-American, and then one black kid that seemed black and white. It was mixed, yeah. And they were part of the, they had a black and white couple, and then they had a, one of the kids had been adopted. Mm -hmm. And it was like, 
they nobody there was doing there was no race everybody's having a good time right. like that's so much more of what i've seen in my life same um i see more of that than i see the yeah. other side and we travel the country when somebody yeah. goes you're a california liberal you don't fucking know what do you mean i lived on planes for 10 years going to every part of this country seeing all different cultures and yeah there are people that are that have hate in their heart they exist but I, you can't help that as much as you can't help anything else. It's like that's yeah. going to ignorance will exist. But I think the message we need to show people is people getting along with other people. We need positivity in this shitty time. Show people interacting with people of other race. Procter and Gamble put out a commercial about how we're doing our best to be one, to be a, a race of humans instead yeah. of this fucking great divide. You know, instead of, uh, you know. Because it's not even real, bro. No, That's the thing. I know. The divide is not even real. No, they've made, it, they've made it more of a thing. Yeah. The news wins when you do that. That's a scary thing. Well, look at, well, look at what they did in Portland. You know, this is, it's a fucking war in Portland. And, you know, look up the fucking stats of Portland. I just looked it up the other day. You know, it's like. It's not even that bad. Seven, but it's also like <laughs> these storming the streets for, for, for Black Lives Matter. I understand why people are protesting, but. You look up Portland, Oregon on fucking Wikipedia and you're like the inherent fucking racist past of Portland, Oregon. You want to talk about go Google it of railroad workers that were black that were basically socially enslaved in this fucking city for years. Mm. And it's and it's one of the highest percentages of all white communities in the United States. There's all these fucking loud, angry white people with no black friends, with no black communities near them, mm -hmm. but they're mad at things they have no connection to. And you're like, how real can it be when you've never lived with any other race? Do you really know what you're talking about? That's the thing. I've always said that. Like, how do you know? You don't fucking live on It's like 79% fucking white or something insane. You're like, yeah. what? I just like, what? you're the most segregated fucking city in the United States. <laughs> you're the most mad. I don't understand. Like. I don't get it. That kind of stuff blows my fucking brain. That's crazy, man. I, I just, I just, I get frustrated because I'm like, yeah, no, it's frustrating. They're divide. We should be coming together, together. as one, dude. And we should because be a, that's a what group. we're actually doing in real life. We are coming together. Yeah, bro. You watch sport. Like we are in reality. We are coming together. You look at younger yeah. generation. All their friend groups. I feel like a lot of their friend groups are bro. really mixed. Same. I see that all the time. All the time. But why isn't that on Procter and fucking Gamble? I don't know. That's what my point is. Like, we need to push that narrative more for us to be like, yo, we're trying to get, we're trying as a community to grow. And most people do, I think. Yeah. Andrew, I think a lot of people choose. We can choose to. And I, there are moments in the week where I choose to want to get angry. Yeah, me and too. And so I go to find those things to make, totally. me, make me that way. But we need to not anymore. I think, and we're trying, and we can do better. Yeah, That's we what can. we can do better. Yeah. Is not imbibe in their bullshit. Right. It's just push you it know? to the side. Yeah. If I want to be racist, I'll be racing against Dan Brendan. He's fucking half British, I found out yesterday. Is he really? Yeah. And you know you can't trust those? I mean, you can trust them, no, but you it's can't. documented that it's risky. It's very risky. It has you a know? bad history. He's half British? Dude, his aunt has an accent. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Good day, bro. I, I, ugh. Chip, chip, period. Hey, Good cheerio. day. Yeah. Clean out the Gemini pub. <laughs> That's his aunt, dude. She's putting a thicky thick up on the roof right, with right. a damn, <laughs> you know, feather deal. Dude, I got to come on uh, Whiskey Ginger. Yeah, you got to come on. You got to come on. I want to have you on so we can sit and talk and Yeah, I want to come on in a couple weeks. School shop. Yeah. Do they have non-alcoholic whiskey, I wonder? If not, they have, uh, 
they have de-alkalized wine. They have like soju that's de-alkalized. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna find some. I'll find some whiskey that's de-alkalized. We'll they have try to have it. something, huh? Yeah, they gotta have something that's close to it. Alcohol-free whiskey. There you go. They gotta have something. Can we order? Let's order one right now if you can. If we can, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll 0%. bring it in. That's great. It's I'll bring it ritual, in. Ritual zero proof. It is. An that's a good name. Manhattan, and I'll make you an old-fashioned or something. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we'll make something good. Get a bottle, dude. I'll come in. Yeah, I want to come in. I'll come in a couple weeks. I think it'll be really fun. And we won't yell about what's going on in the news as much. It's just that my passion got real. It's okay, man. Well, it's just last night rubbed me the wrong way. And then you know what's so funny? I took my dog for a walk. And I just made me, it made me feel okay again. You took that dog out? Yeah, I took my dog out and I was like, okay, it's fine. I was mad for a little bit and then I was like, that's fine. Life is okay. Right. Animals will show you that life is fine. Like, it's just like. Right. They just show you that they're like, no, it's fucking, we're going to be okay. We just keep functioning the way that we function. You don't yeah. need to worry about other people's bullshit. Like just It's really true, man. It's like, yeah, we just have it's always that. It's just like do what you can do. Yeah. Do what you can do. Try your best. We're all going to die. So, have some fun, figure it out. Be as cool as you can. Yeah, be a part of Yeah, try your Yeah, just try to be a part of something that's a little different, you know. Sometimes it's tough, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you grow up with stereotypes. Dude, like I grew up, yeah, we didn't, they didn't have any wealthy black people when I was growing up, except for some athletes. Right. So then I would get older, and when I would see a black guy in a nice car, I would think, oh, is that guy, at a, for a certain age, I would think, yeah. oh, that guy must be an art, a musician or an athlete. Right, because you it, never saw anything else. It was the only thing, that, it was the only way black people could get ahead. Right. But now... In places you see a black eye, it's not, you don't think the same thing. No, well, if you live in an area that has thriving culture, yeah, yeah, it helps to live in a place where you go a major metropolitan area when you see people have millions of different careers and there's not just one way to get out of a uh, either impoverished or lower socioeconomic place, right? Yeah. You, when you see it, you learn it, you grow. Yeah. The more you fucking travel, the more you meet more people, and I don't mean travel to like, I'm vacationing in France, I mean, go two states over. Yeah. Go see how other people live in different places. You automatically learn inherently that your view of culture is not the, it's your little telescope is all you see in your hometown. When you leave that and you go to other places, you go, fuck, they don't function like that. Right. They don't feel this way. It's, it's worth it. And that's it. one thing that's great, I think, about the whole Black Lives Matter movement is it does, it has made me examine how do I look at other races and cultures. Uh-huh. Like, just to make sure, like, check in and be like, do you have a different, do you have like preconceived notions when you see a black guy? Sure. Like just from your own stereotype, or stereotypes over the years or your own experiences. Do you have preconceived it, notions about anybody? I think so. there's been some. I notice a little bit where I'm like, I'm a little bit more pensive sometimes when I see black people. I have a fear just from my own experiences growing up. Right. You know, growing up like a. But I don't think that's racist as much as that is just your 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 childhood. Right. Agreed. I agree. Right. But also it's good. Uh, like some of this movement has made me stop and look and say, hey, man, be ca- you can do you can try to be to not carry those sometimes. Totally. You can try to because people can feel that energy. And I don't have I mean, I have black friends, you know, I have like. I don't always have it, but there's moments where it's like, hey, man, you know, recognize that you're just kind of having maybe a little bit of that flare up or a mm-hmm. little bit of stereotype and see if you could just not, you know, try to let it be, you know. Try well, to- yeah, because it, you know that. So that's one thing that's great about this. I do think is that it does. It helps people be introspective. Yes. Yeah. You should look inside yourself. And yeah. that, I think that's a positive thing 100%. because you know that any flaw you have doesn't come from hate. Yeah. Right. That's the difference. That's why I'm asking people to let people grow. Yeah. It's like I'm sure it doesn't come from hate. I'm sure it comes from ignorance or 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 or, or misinformation or a lack of or a lack of interaction. That's okay. 
let's let people grow though and because yeah. otherwise we're f- we're fucked what we're is all this? gonna be canceled what's this zero oh you bought it oh, oh i like it amen i like it we can't put yeah that's i like that well i have to on get you on zero proof with zero dog. proof i want that zero proof by the coke. way that's, i'm excited to see what it can we get some zero proof coke nick will you order that as well mm-hmm. dude we can get some b12 actually and do that powder. let's let's do some b12 yeah. that's what you do on tv when you sniff <laughs> yeah coke. i've done it before dude i did some i did some uh, a pilot like a year and a half ago and they had it and there's like these two like 15 year old girls doing it at this pool and i went over there and did about eight lines of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> is it the good old days oh yeah bro i've been yeah pissed like a fucking straight up wizard dude like a water wizard the rest of that day the b12 does uh it does kind of give you a little tickle though oh, like it does wake you wake you up a little bit it's oh, yeah. a little baby bump yeah it it's is. like uh whoa whoa what oh, okay it's only it's only a couple seconds but then yeah. it goes away yeah we'll have you on we'll drink some uh some zero proof i'm in yeah the world the world will be it will be a better place too it will man uh check uh andrew out on bad friends and whiskey ginger thanks so much dude. thank you dude i appreciate yeah, it thank you bro now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my stories. Shine on me, and I will find a song. I will sing it just for you. And I. On the runaway train with a heavy load of my past And these rails that I've been riding on They're worn so thin that they're damn near gone I guess now they just weren't Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite and welcome to Kite Club A podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories And seven ways to pleasure your partner The answer may shock you Sometimes I'll interview my friends, sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.